We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ah, yes. What's good, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Veterans Minimum. I'm your host, Nick Davis, at the Lame Shows where you can find me. Before we get into today's pod, before we get into a, yeah, a word word on the Discord streets, word on the Patreon streets, is this is a top, this is a top two podcast of all time, and early indications is, is it's not number two, folks. Dylan comes on the show. I don't think I've had a better time on a podcast in the years that I've been doing it. I really mean that. You'll be able to tell with the vibe of it and and the energy and just the conversations. I mean. First of all, he came bearing gifts. You know what I'm saying? And the boy don't say no to things that are free, folks. All right. So shout out to Dylan for coming on. We talk UFC. We talk Connor. We talk why isn't hockey bigger in the U.S., which I, I think has always been an interesting conversation I've wanted to have with people. And Dylan knows hockey better than anyone that I know. And he loves hockey. So that was a pretty cool conversation. I share the infamous Toronto story where I robbed him. Yeah, I don't know if I just canceled myself by saying that I just I, I robbed one of my friends on vacation, but hey, at least I told him, right? And I gave him back his money, so there's that. Uh, we talk a little U.S. soccer, and a lot, man. That's why the title of this episode is "You Really Gotta You Gotta Listen to Understand What the Hell Goes On in This Chaos." Controlled chaos, though. I want to mention one thing real quick that Blue Wire is doing, and I absolutely love it. As you guys know. Veterans Minimum and myself, we are a part of Blue Wire Podcast Network um, for about a year now, and we just re-upped, and we'll be with Blue Wire for another year. Shout to Kevin, shout to Tyler, shout to everyone else. Hopefully, I don't get in trouble for missing some names, but you guys know the vibes. Congrats. Before we get into today's pod, I got to tell you guys about Blue Wire Hustle, a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at Blue Wire. 
Hustle was created to give the opportunity to everyone to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and you just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters. Yeah, in case you were listening to that and you were wondering, that involves me too, legends. Access to our community Discord, an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. The best part is you can get all of this for only $15 a month. The same rate as any other hosting site would charge you for the initial setup. That that literally is the best part. Take it from experience for me who used SoundCloud initially to upload. And that's the same fee that SoundCloud charges you. And SoundCloud didn't provide personal cover art, Q&As with top podcasters, and access to the community discords and Discord, excuse me, and and tips and tricks like they didn't do all that shit i had to go to youtube to figure out how to upload everything onto soundcloud so you you have this as well so whether you're starting from scratch or you have an existing show that you want to grow hustle is an open door to leveling up your sports experience acceptance into this program is limited so get your application in today to apply go to bwhustle.com slash join check out the description for the link to get in there, it's going to be in the description of the episode. Go and check it out if you guys want to take your podcasting experience to the next level. And yeah, um, Patreon members, I've gotten in contact with you. Pretty much everyone that I need to get in contact with, if you're in the franchise tag or the Supermax, after the new year, we are going to be sending you out some merch. You might get a hat, you might get a crew neck, you might get a... Some gabagool. Who knows what you're going to get? You know what I'm saying? Shouts to Ralph, man. Ralph won the Fantasy League, the big money league, in my group of friends. This bastard. Now he's a three-time champion. It was the only thing I had over everyone. Thanks a lot, Zeke. But yeah, Ralph, congrats. Enjoy yourself. And that's it, guys. That's the podcast. Support the show. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. You could get... Friday's episode with Alan, where we talk about week 17. That's up already. You get Monday's year in review episode with Alan. That's up already on the Patreon. You get the six pack with Dylan, which was really, really dope. And yeah, I've said enough because we're about to say a lot. Sit back, relax. Shouts to my guy, Dylan. Love you, brother. over here i am fired up i would even say that i'm a little horny right now the the ambiance is a horny ambiance in this room right now first of all i don't even know what ambiance means (laughs) but i am down my guy dylan is in the building dylan alabrandi uh hold on what was it what was it easy money handsome so um should i just go in right into (laughs) it let's get into it so we know kevin durant is a net me being the nets fan that i am um, his IG hand is handle. You tag. What is it? Yeah. That's what you call that's it, right? His handle, yeah. Morning. His handle Welcome is... Welcome to 2020. Well, <laughs> easy money sniper. 
Therefore, I must be easy money handsome. There we go. There we go. Listen, uh, let's get right into it. You got a, another gift over there for me. So which, I because only reason why is you went like that just now, and I was like, oh my god, it's gonna snap. I'm gonna drop it on the floor. Oh, we heard him. So, so uh, my my a buddy of mine, Nick Zav, was actually on this, and uh, he mentioned my name. I'm mentioning his name. Um, he brought you a gift. Mm -hmm. Classy man. Tremendous. It was a bottle of JMO. Mm -hmm. Classy gift. Yes, sir. But see me, I'm not classy. I'm more of a character guy. So you know what I had to bring? The proper fucking 12. Proper 12. Let's go. Thank you, man. So that's what we're going to do. I, uh, I've never had this before. Same here. And I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Both of us being Connor guys, right? God bless him. God bless. What would we do without Connor? What would the UFC do without Connor? It would, it would not be what it is now. Hell no, man. Nope. Oh no! Do the honors. Crack this open. It's your. This is your oh, plate. Oh yeah, yeah. It's for you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm turning into an alcoholic. I'm drinking like six days a week. <laughs> Stop having new people uh, on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's showing up with. Ever since Zav pulled up, Dom came through. He brought some wine as well. But uh, dude, let's. I wanna. I wanna kind of ask you about that. I poured a lot more than I expected. That's all right. But oh, dude, we got a match. I want to. I want to talk about Connor. Connor is fighting. Next month, at the time that we're recording. Thank you, brother. Cheers, Much mate. Much love, man. I appreciate you. Sippy sip. Wow, it's not that bad. It's not bad. It's tremendous, actually. It's good. Yo, it's good. Um, Connor versus Dustin, the rematch. The rematch. I kind of like both of them. I love A lot. Both. Love both of them. I hate that the UFC's gotten so popping now that ever since they made that move with uh, WME, right? That's what they were called? Yeah, the... the it seems like it's more we got to give people the money fights than ever before. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's more of a uh, entertainment than it was previously where it was just um, you're ranked, you fight, one fights champion, two, you had to earn. Now, you know, it's more of like you said, it's on ESPN. It's a spectacle. Like, yeah, it's uh, money, money. It's money now. Yeah, because, dude, there's been a couple of fights over the last couple of years that I'm just like, fuck, man. I don't know who I want to win. And I don't care who wins because I like both guys. Like, Those are the best kind of fights. They are. They are. Like, my favorite fighter, I think, in the UFC is Whitaker. Really? Yeah, I like Whitaker, man. man. I know. He's like kind of like, you know how I think of Robert Whitaker? Well, let's hear this one. B+. plus. Like, across, everything is B+. Respectable plus. across the whole board. Yeah, like... You know, like Habib is A plus in wrestling, right? But his striking is like B minus. Yeah. Right? His cardio is an A. You know, like some people, it flipped yeah. like roller. I don't like fighters like that. I like because my favorite fighter of all time is GSP. Did you okay, know that? That's good. I, I think I've yeah, told you yeah. that before. Who's your favorite? Even in like like years ago, I remember your GSP was your guy. Yo, first time I ever got exposed to the UFC. Besides our guy, Ken Shamrock, yeah. you know what I'm saying? World's most dangerous that should, That should be our favorite fighter. That Come should on. be, yeah, word. Someone's an intercontinental <laughs> champion. On. Was Whitaker yeah. an IC champion? Hell, hell no. Yeah, hell no, baby. But first time I got really exposed to the UFC, I'm in spring break in Cancun, 2010. And my buddy George was like a big-ass UFC fan. Mm -hmm. And... Saturday night was a night. Last night we were there. He's like, yo, fellas, whatever we do before we go out, he's like, I got to watch this pay-per-view. Mm -hmm. And we're all like 19, 20 years old. We're like, we're not fucking watching a, a sporting event. We're trying to fucking rage, rage bro. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're in yeah. Cancun. And I was like, fuck it, man. I'll go with you. I had gotten, oh, oh my God. Obliterated? 
Not even that. Dude, you know how like they were telling you not to drink the water when you would go oh, down yeah, there? Oh, yeah, yeah, Well, I didn't drink any water, but you're fucking drinking drinks that have ice in them. It's the water. Yeah, it's And the you're water. drinking the, the water. So... It's like, like no escaping. Yeah, time, yeah. Right? You're going to get fucked left and right. It's Someone's crazy. Fucking you. So I ended up like legitimately, you can ask the, the Patrops, you can ask John and I clogged both the toilets. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. It got oh, so man. bad that I had to, they didn't let me shit in the rooms. Stop. I had to go shit in the lobby. That's horrible. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> Next time bad. you see him, tell him. So... <laughs> I was like, yo, George, I'm down to come with you, man, because, like, I'm just going to drink. Because we were drinking, like, tequila. And, yo, we went snorkeling, and they were pouring tequila through the snorkel. Stop. And. That's that's cool. Look, it's dope. But looking at it that's now, smart. you're like, if you get fucked up and you're underwater, that's a terrible decision. Imagine just drowning. Yo. <laughs> so I go to George. I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll tag along with you, man. Like, you really want to go watch it. You've been hyping this up. I'm down. I was like, who's fighting? And he's telling me about GSP. Did GS- you know who that was already? No, nah, I didn't know at all, bro. But he was the headliner against Dan Hardy. Dan Hardy now does the commentary. Dan Hardy used to have, like, the, the red mohawk. Yeah. And if you remember that fight, or if you ever seen this fight, Greg Hardy got, like, armbarred. Dan Hardy. Dan Hardy. Who did I say? Greg Hardy? Yeah. The football? Another UFC fighter now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeff Hardy, though. The realest <laughs> the Hardy. The realest Hardy, Hardy, yeah. So... Dan Hardy gets armbarred, and Dill, his arm is like bending, but in the reverse way. Like the the elbow, like over here, it's like straight, right? It's bending the way it would be this way. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, and the announcer's like, "Oh, how's he not tapping?" And then he like reverses him and shit. Anyway, GSP ends up winning, but I got captivated by GSP because he came out in like the gi. Like the whole like um like the mixed martial arts shit, and he's always been like a really proper guy. So GSP from that day on, I'm like, damn, son. I, and then I started watching UFC. Like every pay-per-view from then on, I would watch. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't watch like fight nights and shit. And then Jared, our friend Jared, makes the UFC. And then from there, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch all these shits. I feel like you were watching it a little bit before then, though. Yeah, but I was watching. Like now, I don't miss a fight, dude. I know, yeah. Like at all. I'm watching from like 4 o'clock on until the whole card through. Mm-hmm. But I would say that in the beginning... And correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like us two were one of the first ones to, yeah. to watch UFC, right? Um, yeah, Brock. Brock Lesnar kind of mm. was who got me into it. Um, but I wouldn't watch all the time. I didn't really know who like every Keep fighter. talking. I'm just going to grab it. I didn't know who who uh, every fighter was. Um, it was Brock Lesnar. And um, while watching, I started to like Uriah Faber. He was, uh, I think, WEC at the time. Yeah. He, was, it wasn't, he wasn't in it UFC. It didn't merge yet, right? Yeah. And um, he was actually one of my favorite fighters. And um, I th- if I remember, I think uh, Jose Aldo beat him. They were in WEC. I think he beat him. If I, I could be wrong, though. But it, bro- it crushed me. And um, since then, I kind of started, started following. So GSP for me is... It was around the same time. Yeah, roughly. Brock and Yeah, GSP. yeah, 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 yeah. So GSP, going back to like the I whole... met GSP. Did I you really? You, I didn't tell you this? Nah, what the fuck? He stayed at the hotel. Damn. Me and Ty, actually. We... we that's why. Yeah, we spoke to him. Um, he he speaks French, GSP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have a coworker who also speaks French, and he didn't know who he was. So I was telling him, I was like, "Hey, you see that guy? He's he's don't like, step to him because I'm he'll... like he's the goat UFC fighter. Like I'm I'm mad excited right now. So um, we were looking up and he uh, we were you know doing research about him and he we saw he spoke French. So uh, he says I'm gonna say something to him in French, and what he ended up saying in French was point he pointed at me. When GSP walked by, he pointed at me, and he goes, you see that guy over there? He wants to fight you. He said that in French. Uh, 
<laughs> so GSP looks over to me and he starts to chuckle and he responds in French to him. And um, he walked out. And when he walked out, I said, bro, what did he say? He said, uh, he said, I'm the lover. I don't fight. That's what he said. <laughs> Damn. Meanwhile, he could have destroyed yeah, the yeah, whole building. With, yeah, with one arm behind him, for yeah. sure, yeah. But, dude, I, I think he's, you know, because, like, Habib retires and everyone wants the super fight of him and GSP. <clears throat> I don't and, like that fight, by the way. Why? I feel like GSP's too old to have that fight now. It's weird, right? Because he retired for four years, came back for a one-off against Bisping. Was that 17, 2017? Yeah, 2017 at the Garden. That was at the Garden card. And he wasn't young then, right? Nah, he was like 38. He has to be. 38 then? I think so, man. I feel like he's 38 now. You want to check that? Because I I have my phone. Where's Jamie? Jamie. Yeah, I need Dom, actually. My guy Dom, editor Dom. Dom, yeah. That's who we're fucking grooming. I'm going to check this real quick. But yeah, I want to say he's 40. 39. 39. Yep. So, yeah, by the time they schedule the fight, he'll be 40. Yeah. So, it always becomes an interesting dynamic, right? Is it the time off? Because he's 40, but he's not 40 like Daniel Cormier, who was fighting through his 40s. He's a well-rested Yeah, 40. like he's chilling. Like he's in shape. If you follow him on Instagram and shit, dude's doing like ridiculous workouts. He looks shredded. He has yeah. my dream body. GSP? Him and Randy Orton. Really? Randy Orton? Yeah, Randy Orton. I, I definitely GSP. Yeah. Randy's got the cool tattoos. He, he does, yeah. The coolest the, tattoos. The, the tats, yeah. And yeah. I'm not even a tattoo guy like that. Like, I think it's a little... Actually, but his, I'm like, yo, his shit is popping. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting because I think GSP, stylistically, would be like a dope-ass fight. And the reason why I bring that up is because everyone's having the GOAT discussion. So f- for me, it's GSP is my GOAT. And the reason why is, am I a little biased? Possibly. I think that's fair. But also, like, all his losses, he avenged. Yeah. And I think that's, like, really popping. You see, I, I agree. He he could be a GOAT. I would never say you're wrong for saying he's a GOAT. He's, he's a GOAT. Um, but when it comes to fighting, I look more out of it like, have, <clears throat> have you lost? Which isn't always right to do. But um, John Jones, asshole, never lost. Khabib. Never lost. Could be could be lost a round, right? Just yeah, one. I think he 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 lost one round to Connor, and that's it. Don't like that's could be might be the goat. Mm. I re, I feel like he might be the goat, and I feel like once he beats GSP, then he's the goat. So you think they're gonna come back to do that fight? I feel like if uh, there's enough money in anything, it's it'll happen. Mm. And he wants to fight. Um, Khabib wants to fight again. He said it. Um, GSP, and and that's it. I feel like it'll happen. It just it's on GSP, but just bro, they feel, bro, you know how much money they'll throw at them. Oh yeah, yeah. Go fight in Abu Dhabi somewhere. And- oh for sure, dude. They had a lot of people were questioning why that his last card against Gaethje, his fight was on what like five forty five. Yeah. The sun was up when we were watching it we in Josh's back, yeah. backyard. So and everyone's like, "Yo, why are you so?" It's like, dude, they're catering to the whole fucking country of Russia and the Middle East because yeah. he's a mega star. Yeah. So I think him and Connor have like the most Instagram followers or like social media followers in the UFC. So I think because Khabib Habib always talks about the plan, right? My father's plan and his dad's plan was actually thirty and 0, thirty and oh, and the thirty being GSP because his father used to say. That's that's the guy. It, it, yeah. So it makes sense. I kind of agree with you. I think I think he wants nothing to do with Connor. 
Not even the fear of losing. I think it's like, yo, he's... He don't want to give Connor any life. At all. It's that much hatred. He's like, yo, I'm not giving you the time of day. I don't even want to mention your name in discussion. Fuck your whiskey. Like... Yeah, everything. Pretty popping. I'm it enjoying is, this. It is good. But he don't want... And he's like, you know, it was funny. I don't know if you caught this, but when he was doing his retirement speech in the Octagon, he's like, what I do? I choke out Dustin. I choke out Connor. He's like, there's nothing left for me. I beat, I choke out Gaethje. And it's true. He got three straight finishes to end his career. He said uh, whoever beat um, whoever beat Poirier would be his, I guess, his next defense if he were to fight. But now it's Connor. I don't even, he, I don't think he said that there's no need to fight him. But I don't know if you saw recently, he said if his mom gives him uh, the blessing of going 30 and 0, then he'll fight. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no, nah, I didn't see that. He said if his mom said to fight, he would. So I guess now, you know, his dad's gone. He's going to honor his mom. Yeah. And he does. He's I been know, a very honorable guy. Yeah. You know, I uh, my buddy Mike, who, uh, Lazy the Savage, I've had him on the pod too. And he's like well connected with all the dudes at AKA. And he's like, yo, Habib is like, you want, there's there's juice, there's sauce that you put me on to. Forever, yeah. He got like, there's a next level to yeah. it. Like when he speaks, no matter, even at the time when like Cain Velasquez was a champion and Luke Rockhold was mm-hmm. a champion, it's like, nah, man, there's something about Habib where he just like carries a different aura. It and he also like has, it. he also has like the massive cult-like following too. So you're, you're with Habib being the greatest of all time? Um, mate, Yeah, I think so. I'm going to make Bro, you pick. You got to pick one. You can't be. I'm going to lean. I'm going to go with Khabib. Think about it. Guys know what he's going to do and still can't stop it. Yeah. It's it's really, it's it's it's. That's strange. a hell of a fucking point. It is. You you know what he's going to do and you still can't stop it. And it's all different kinds of fighters. Wrestlers, grapplers. It don't, it like, they can't stop it. It's, we like, we thought, oh, Gaethje, because he could stand up and wrestle. Oh, Gaethje has a great wrestling game. Oh, he might be able to. Bro. We saw it happen, right? Yeah. It was like child's play. Yeah, it was, yeah. There's it's, levels, man. It's, it's, there's really levels. Yo, you know you're kind of an asshole to our friend group when it comes to UFC sometimes. Just because, like, we try to... <laughs> we try I'm to, not. I'm not. No, 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 no. I, I mean that with, like, all due respect, right? Like, you will we'll hype up... Oh, what was the fight that you were, like, angry... Yeah, it was bad. It was Cormier versus somebody. Lewis, Derek Lewis, bro. And every uh, all, all the guys are like, "Yo, man, this is gonna be a dope main event." Like Derek Lewis got to punch his chance, and you were like texting me on the side, and you're like, "This is horrible." I hate these conversations. It's, He's it's like, "There's no chance." Zero. Yeah. And and I was the bad guy until the fight ended, and they were like, "Yo, good, 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 good." But you know what it is? Like the UFC, it's um like they they make they book their own fights. There's no commission. There's it's the UFC. They run the whole show. So they have this guy fighting this guy. They're going to hype up both guys. They're going to make it seem like something. But if you watch, you should know. You know, this guy had no chance. So you just can't fall to the hype. I feel like most of the time I'm right, though. Yeah, no. A good amount of time I'm right. Yeah. Dude, you mentioned something about falling into the hype. You know what I've been doing lately? Because I got, like, a lot more free time because I'm, I'm, like, stashing a lot of episodes and you know, I don't have cable because I only watch like YouTube and like Netflix and shit. Yeah. And I mean, I have all the sports apps that I need. Like, I can't tell you the last time I watched like network television. I just, it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I started watching old main events. Back. I s- you want to laugh? I didn't tell you this. I saw your tweet about Valentina and, and Nunez. And I had, and I, because of you, I went back to watch it. Yo, because. And Valen- um, Valentina won that fight. Yo, she did. And you mentioned it to me before. They're yes. like, yo. And I was like, nah, they wouldn't do that. They already lost twice. She won that fight. Yeah. And so she you was, changed my perspective. And she on that. was, if you go and you watch that post fight, first of all, I love her. 
You do love that. She can like, she's a beast. I love watching her fight. I'm like weirdly attracted to a girl that could fuck me up. (laughs) (laughs) So I just love it. But she's like dope too, man. And to think about it, right? Like consensus in women's MMA goat is Amanda Nunez, right? Like she's two division champion. She's beaten everybody, every household name, every big name. She's like demolished. And I felt like, I'm like, yo, son, a lot of times when an event is happening, same thing with Connor and Nate too. Yeah. Went back and watched that, bro. I went back and I watched Whitaker Romero and I'm like, man, I feel a little bit different Different. about the results. And I feel like when you step back after like a couple of months and some of those fights years, you're saying to yourself, if you remove the hype, you look at it a little bit different. Because it's like, yo, we're, we're fans, right? At the yeah. end of the day, fan is short for fanatic. We're, we're lunatics. We're like, yo, Connor got him. You're like, Connor beat him. No contest, bro. bro. It's bro, right. You had to see me during that Connor Nate 2 fight. You, you would have thought I was in the fight. I was in shambles, screaming, come on, Connor, <laughs> come on. You had to see me, bro. It was Dude, bad. do you remember when he beat Aldo and we were at the beer garden? Listen. When the Irish guy picked me up and kissed me, bro. The the Irish <laughs> we, we bet him. Remember we bet him. Me, you, and Espo bet no, him. No, it wasn't me. Oh, I it wasn't you? Him, no. The only time we bet was Joe Harris in the three. Yeah, that, that was my me, doing, bro. right? That was my doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yo, there were people swinging from. They have these little like pole, light, light poles, poles. Yeah. In the beer garden, there were people swinging from the light. But hold pole. on, hold on. There's mad Brazilians there. Yeah, for so, Al- Jose Aldo. Yeah. We're like in we're in Brian Owls country. First, mostly of all, Brazilian. We're both owls. You we're, know what I'm saying? Before Drake, thick and through, bro. You, you turn that. Was it thin and? What, did I say it right? Thin yeah, and whatever that works, what, man. <laughs> that works. Whatever it is. That's not gonna be the this <laughs> only the beginning of things. We're gonna fuck up on this one but yo we're, we're at this place called studio square it's a big ass beer garden one of my favorite places to like go watch sporting events they got this big ass tv and uh cm punk fought that night too did Remember he really C- no CM? yeah cm punk fought that night bro no that wasn't his first fight was it i'm almost po- wasn't that overeem and stipe as well well connor and and aldo was the main yeah um, I'm almost positive. Fuck, this is where I need my phone. I need to have fucking Dom in here. But what was it? UFC 2... 194? Should I look it up? Yeah, look that up. Look up, look up the card for Aldo and Connor. Because, yo... Anyway, going back to that, so right? It's one something. I think it was 194 or 193. But we're at the beer garden. And there's... A, a story is a very diverse... UFC 194, you're right. Wow. Um, it's a very diverse like city and, and, and like region. Probably one of the most diverse places in the world, honestly. And there's like yeah. mad Brazilians over there. And they got the flags. Luke Rock called Chris Weidman was the co-main. Oh, is Punk on the card? No, I remember. No, Damian Maya. Max Holloway versus Jeremy Stevens was the first fight of the, of the. Wow. Yo, isn't it crazy sometimes when you go back and you look at like where Max was fighting on a card yeah. and then like where he ended up becoming and he shit. He became an animal, yeah. But anyway, there's, there's mad Brazilians over there. They got the flags. There's mad Irish people there too. And then, I mean. Look, everyone knows how that ended. It ended in 14 seconds. They're throwing beers. The Brazilians are like sick to themselves. They're two very like patriotic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cultures yeah. for sure, dude. Like probably in the top 10 as far as like all the Latin American countries. For the most yeah. part, are, like super patriotic, especially when you go watch soccer events and shit. But yo, they're going crazy. And this one Irish dude is like just chugged a fucking entire pitcher. He's losing his they have mind. Big glass they're doing like there. the ole ole. And I just go and high-five him. And I go, yo, I just want money on Connor. Bro, he picked me up, 
First of all, I felt like a child because he was yeah. the size of Ferg. He's like 6'3". There was man, nothing you could do. He picked man, you up. he's hammered too. I'm like, I'm not going to even fight this. And then he just kisses me on the cheek. I'm like, oh my God, I got to get out of even this worse. situation. <laughs> like, this is horrible. Uh-huh. But if you go back to some of these fights, man, you just remove the hype. I feel like you look at things a little bit different. Definitely you do. Um, the Connor one is uh, a major one. The only thing I think that got him um, that, that win was the two knockdowns. Mm. I think that was the only thing that... I mean, you could discuss, oh, it's Connor, they want him to win. But the fight-wise, I feel like the two knockdowns. Because later in the round, Nate came alive. And at the end, he took him down, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bell yeah. rung, and he was on top of him, about to swing. So I agree with you on that. And Valentine, I feel like she won as well. After watching it, you're... Uh, I feel like it's, it's weird. It gets to a point, man, where... Valentina, her last fight, she lost that second round and people lost their mind, but then she ended up dominating the rest of the way. The rest of the way. Like they've gotten to, she's gotten to a point. Nunez has gotten to a point. I think Adesanya is at that point now. He is, yeah. Where you, know, if, you expect. Yeah, you, you expect don't... dominance. So if they lose a round, you're like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. So I think the only fight you can make in the women's division would be Nunez and Valentina. Even though Nunez is 2 0 against her. Mm hmm. I mean, yo, for Valentina to go the distance with her in both of those fights, and yeah. she was even saying, she's like, look at my face, no damage. Yeah. Like, no There's damage. not many girls that can go the distance with Hell no, with bro. Amanda. Hell no, not, especially with the size difference as well. Speaking of fights, after you watch them, I rewatched um, Holloway versus Ortega. Do you remember we were discussing that in the group chat, and I was saying this, this, needs, to be, this needs to be stopped? And um, I forgot, some of our friends are saying, no, this is a, like a close fight. It really wasn't a close It wasn't. Fight. No, no. He, he beat him up. It was terrible. Yo, there's a part in that fight where Max is like holding his hands up. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see that video? No. He, yo, I got to find it for you because it's so, it's so dope, but also so disrespectful. He's putting, he's grabbing Ortega's, Ortega's hands up to like protect himself. It was crazy, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. There's just levels to certain things. Yeah. And I think when it comes to fighting, it's like. Where that. do you think Max uh, goes from here now? He fights soon. He's fighting Calvin Cater. That's a good That's strike. tough. That's, a good that's not an easy yeah. fight. Well, that's another thing, man. I feel like Max... And that's a fight night. It's not even a pay-per-view. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Max has a very legitimate gripe with the officiating... Well, not the officiating, the, the judges with Volkanovski. Do you think he won that second fight? I don't think he did. I, I think, think I was telling you that. Yeah, too. I think... So it goes back to what you said about Nate and Connor, right? Like he dropped Volkanovski twice. Yes, he did. So that was it, in the first two rounds, right? Yeah. I feel like in the next I feel like in the next three, Volk won the next three. Clearly. He wasn't active later in the in the in the fight. Especially the fifth round where I was watching with my dad and we both agreed, like, all right, if Max wants to win, he needs an active round and I feel like he wins. And he wasn't very active. I feel like he thought he he won at that point. And then I feel like that was what lost him the fight. Yeah, that's a that's a strong case, man. So like, moving forward now, he wins. Say say Max wins this fight coming, then who's next for him? Because I really don't know. Ortega's probably next for the belt, right? So Is then, he? do you do do you do? It was supposed to be Yair and and Zabit, but Yair just got popped. I love PEDs. Yair. I'm so I'm so I he's so good, and I'm upset that it happened. Yeah, I saw him in Vegas. He's so good. Waiting to go get beers. Tiny. He's up to my shoulder. Barely. And I'm like 5'10", mad thin, mm-hmm. and uh, he was in front of me online. No security, nothing. Obviously, like I feel like those guys need security for, for like 
us to not get fucked up, yeah. not for him to get yeah. fucked up. But uh, I just, he turned around. He was like looking around. I was just like, yo, yeah, you're a big fan, man. He's like, he's like, gracias. You don't speak, yeah. And then that, that was about it. But I was just like, damn, son, this dude is like tiny. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, bro, if you don't know, like you don't know that he's a fighter. And he bumps into you. You're going to tell him, watch the fuck out. Yeah, you'd be like, like, yo, short guy or some shit. And he'll fucking just. And he'll show you short guy. <laughs> beat the piss out of you. You know who's small like that? When we were in Brooklyn, um, I went to the bathroom. You might have been there. Um, I saw Tyron Woodley walking in the hallway. Small guy. And he looks huge. Mm. He's, he's probably our height. And I was not expecting that at all. Even GSP is like our height. He's not really that big. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Zabit, he's in the same weight class, right? Yeah, one Why does this guy never fight? Like, where is he? Is he in like a mountain somewhere? I feel like he's, he has like, <laughs> real, really though, he has all this potential and everybody talks about him, but like the last time I saw him fight was. I think it was Cater, wasn't it? Was it? it I feel like it's forever. It's been forever. There, there were fans in the stands, so. That's a while. Yeah. And I feel like it wasn't right before fans. It was like months. Nah, it was, it was like last year. Like 2019. It's like, where is he? I don't know, man. He has nothing planned, right? I don't know. You know you know who else got fucked over bad with COVID, bro? Leon Edwards. Yes. He don't really do it for me. He's another guy like Whitaker. He's not bad. No, nah, he's dope, man. He's on a nine-fight winning streak. Yeah. But he's a guy who... So Leon Edwards, for those of you guys that don't know, he's a fighter out of the UK. He's on a nine-fight winning streak. His last loss was to the champion, Usman. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of like... I would say like Whitaker in the sense of he's, I think of Rocky Edwards as B plus, like a B. He doesn't do anything spectacular, Yeah. but he was supposed to main event against Woodley. That got canceled in March. Then he was supposed to fight, have another fight. Then he couldn't get his visa or some shit. There was no, mm-hmm. you couldn't bring him over. He was going to be the late replacement against Usman when Gilbert got COVID. He couldn't come over. Mm-hmm. And then even with Chamayev, he just got sick again. That, that kills me. I hope someone steps in for that. Well, that's on two weeks' notice, and I don't know if anyone wants to take Chimaev that fight against Chimaev. Well, at the time that this is going to drop, this is going to be after the fact, but... So we should know by then yeah, if it's happening or not. Well, we'll we would by the time people listen to this one, unless they're Patreon members, uh, that fight would have already happened, so we'd know yes, like yes. The, the result. Yeah, right. But, uh, all right, there's one thing I really want to talk to you about. What's up? You are a gigantic... You're the biggest hockey fan that I know. Yeah. And I don't want to turn this into a hockey, you know, like, tell me who the third liner on the Penguins is going to be. Do you, do you want to know? <laughs> I mean, I know you got bars like that. I'm but but I'm, I'm always curious by this one, man, because one thing about me, Dill, is when I don't know certain sports, I go to people whose opinions I trust yeah. to get the input. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I'm able to have conversations on here. Mm-hmm. Just gave you guys a little BTS behind the scenes. Yes. When it comes to hockey, I come to you. Mm-hmm. That's also one way that I could get your attention because sometimes you don't text me back. But you know what? That's a different. <laughs> it's a conversation for a different. For a whole new podcast. Yeah. <laughs> My question to you: Why is hockey not bigger in the U.S.? Um, that's a good question. Um, and because I- obviously, I hate to cut you off. Obviously, in Canada, it's the number one sport. Yeah overseas and like sweden and finland and russia it's, play, it's, yeah. yeah it's like their number that and like soccer yeah but why is it in the states where the the league right the league that everyone wants to play in is the nhl why is that not a bigger sport um 
It's. I feel like there's a lot of answers, and I'm gonna start off first. How with, good of a question is that? It's a very good question, dude. I mean, I look at me. Like Fucking this. superior professional. That is. You know what? Cheers to you. Give me some. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You Come on this now. One. Oh, that's a proper question. So, I'm gonna start with you. Take like a well, the the uh, um the USA, right? Mm-hmm. Take United States. The NHL is played here. The Canada's in Canada, but most teams are here. You cut the United States in half, north and south, right? Down south, who cares? Like, no one really cares about hockey, you know? And, and like, how many teams do you have down there? Like you, have you, a, you have a good amount. Like, the Coyotes, bro, no one, they don't care. You know, they don't, it's not a big market. Hey, you know what? How about not put a hockey team in a fucking desert? That's the thing, and, <laughs> and that's what, what they tried. They right, wanted right. to get to the desert. They want to get hockey to the desert. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a double-edged sword. Like, okay, I'm gonna, we're going to get hockey to the desert. It's going to work. But at the same time, it's fucking hockey in the desert, bro. It's really, you know. The Panthers, they're not good. They're really not good often. They made the finals, but they didn't win. But they're not good. The Lightning are good, but it's just... People, I mean, they just won the cup, though, so you can't... They've been good for a while, and they've won cups. The thing is, they're still good, and people don't care. It's just being down there, people love football. People love, you know, baseball. College sports is big down yeah. there. It's just Sick them, Butch! Get them, Goring! <laughs> it's just Goring. It's just... It's just that's, a, that's a main thing. In Cali, no one... People, like, people don't really care about hockey in Cali. I feel like if the league focused for... People do care about hockey in Cali. I'm not going to say that. You probably have listeners in Cali saying, No! No! But well, they also have like good teams, right? Like the Sharks have been good for a while. They're the good. Ducks were Kings good. are good. It the just, Kings have won cups recently. Bro, I ha- Alan actually told me this when the when the Kings beat the Rangers is the only time I'm going to say that ever in my life. When the Kings beat the Rangers in the cup. Yeah. By the way, full disclosure, Dylan, if if he had a chance, he would have a Ranger tattoo on his neck, so everyone knew yeah. for certain. Yeah. If the Rangers won the cup, I'd I'd do some wild shit. But anyways, <laughs> um, Alan told me he was in L.A. When the Kings won. Now, they won in Cali, right? They were home. He was in L.A. At, at, a, at a show, and they announced it over the loudspeaker, and he said, like, three people clapped. It's just the climate don't really work, and it just don't work that well. And the league tries to – the league knows, okay, New York, Boston, um, all these places. Like, uh, I know – Hold on, hold on. The original six. Yes. Chicago as well, right? Detroit? Bangers. Keep going. You got on, them all? Do you have them all? You got you said Chicago, you said Boston, and you said Detroit. The Rangers. The Rangers. Canadians. Okay. There's one more, right? Yes, sir. You got this, bro. Can you give me a hint? Can you give me a conference? I, no, because you have this. I'm not gonna give you a hint because you know this. Flyers. No, bro. Bro, give, give me one more. Come on, bro. Your one of your favorite places in the world. Oh my God, T dot. Let's go, baby. Come on. <laughs> Let's go, the baby. The Maple Leafs, eh? So, uh, like, they know those places up north. They, they don't have to cater to these people, and they don't have to worry. It's just they try to branch out, and it, 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 we, it kind of weakens the league in a way because they're catering to these, to these places. So that's one. It's weird because I, when I went to school in Buffalo, bro, Buffalo is a big fucking hockey town. They, it's, it's Buffalo. You, it's cold there. Yeah, it's people yeah, play hockey yeah. there. It's the climate. You're right. It's the climate. They don't the have to cater to people. They know the game's going to be played there. They know people like hockey there. Buffalo's not an original six team. They haven't even been around that long compared to other. They've been around for a while, but other teams have been around longer. It's just, it just works there. The game works there, you know? And it, they're starting to do a better job because, you know, I feel like um, recently, you know, St. Louis, I feel like they've grown with their hockey franchise in Nashville. You know, the Predators are a big deal now over there. Yeah. So they're, they're working. Um, 
Another thing is, is just the game of hockey. It's expensive. People don't start playing it right away. They're not, you know, not everybody's brought into the game. You know what's weird about hockey? It's, it's the same issue that soccer has in the sense that soccer is not an expensive sport to play. Hockey is expensive. Actually, soccer is expensive if you want to go through the youth ranks and like mm-hmm. play club and shit. That's one of the biggest issues about why soccer in the States hasn't really blossomed to where it, it should be. But hockey is expensive. Our buddy Espo played hockey. And I remember one time watching one of his games and his dad was like, I hope he doesn't break his stick. It oh, was like a hundred. Yeah, yeah. He said like 220 or some shit. It's a lot. So I think with. Um, That's just a stick alone. Yeah. yeah. And then the skates and shit. So yeah, it is expensive. But where I was going to soccer and hockey and tell me how you feel about this. You being a hockey guy, me being a soccer guy. I can't football. You've seen dudes that never played football and then step on at like age 15 at like 16. They're on varsity. And then before you know it, they're at Ohio state yeah. and then they're in the NFL or, or you have guys like, I think like Siakam or Embiid didn't touch a basketball till they were 15. That's crazy to think. Of. Right. Dude, you can't skate. I can't pick up skates at 16 and be like, yo, I'm going to go try out for hockey. It, you can't. There's no way I you can play. You have to be like kind of born into it. You, you got to be... play it from a young age. The same thing with soccer, and I think both sports are very unique because obviously you run in every sport, right? But like soccer, your feet are your hands. Yes. And then in hockey, it's the moving around is completely different. Am I right or wrong? How no, would you feel uh, about that? It uh it it I feel the same. Like me, I play soccer. I feel it's extremely foreign to me. I feel like my legs and I feel like my legs and my brain are speaking two different languages when I play soccer. <laughs> that's that's like ex- I'm like, all right, I've got to do this, but I can't like it, it just don't work. Yeah. And that's why I feel like it translates because, you, you know, hockey, you're on skates and kind of like you're holding something and it, like your balance is like the first part. Of it. it's, it's a lot. And I agree with you. I definitely agree with that. Do you think that the networks don't do a good job marketing? Um, I feel like NBC does a good job. I just, you know what it is? I feel like hockey is like kind of late to late to the party a lot. Um, like How so? Have, think about it. NFL, you have, you could watch the NFL every game, whatever it is, this app, that. It's not really like that with hockey. And I feel like the same thing with NBA. They don't have like a league pass or um, they have center ice, right? Isn't that the they thing? They do have center ice. Um, I just don't think it's as advanced as these other, other, what do you call it? these other sports it's it's like a little late to the party you know that's that's another issue i have and it uh yeah there's to be honest there's like a few things that you could bring up all right let me ask you this one how much of an issue is it that they had a lockout in 20 2005 that was big you know it's funny because that hurt the game but also helped the game a lot um okay so how did it how did it hurt the game um well stupid question because obviously you didn't have a season. You missed the whole. whole season. Yeah. Um. You missed the whole season, and for a struggling for a, for a sport that it has its it has its um its loyal fans, and then after that it gets iffy. You know, like hockey. I'm a loyal fan, right? I watch hockey no matter where it is. I think I think we're, there's two examples right here. You watch hockey all the time. Me when the Rangers are good. That's how baseball is for me as well. Like when the Mets are good, baseball, yeah. I, I'm I'm more invested in it. Once they're out, once they're out, or like you know they're 19 games below 500 yeah. in August. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'm checked out. And then I watch like the World Series just because I want to be in touch with like I, I like greatness. I like people winning championships. So like I watch some of the Stanley Cup, but it's I agree with you where like the does do you think hockey is 
like baseball in the sense where they still cater to keep the loyal fan, but the loyal fan isn't going anywhere. The loyal fan's not going anywhere. At all. I forgot who said it. Um, there's a saying that says, um, um, there's 50,000 hockey arenas always sell out. There's 50,000 fans in each state, but that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like they have their, their loyals and then... After that, where do you go from there? Yeah, I read somewhere. You know? Yeah, I read one time. I think it was a um, either the Wall Street Journal or Forbes, and it said that they have the highest sellout rate of any sports league. But it's like what you said. It's a very loyal fan base. We're like extremely loyal. The Rangers sold out. I think like for like seventeen straight years, Bro, and we even were, it was like down years too. We were we were literally horrible for like. Of those, set, if you're talking about 17 straight, we were horrible for probably like seven of those years. Like terrible, like trash. And we sold out every game. There's people love, people love hockey, you know? People that love hockey, they want to see hockey. They're very loyal. So, and I'm sorry, the way that it helped the game. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was going to be my follow-up. Um, it kind of like ushered in a new era of hockey. Um, they're like, all right, we, 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 uh, we took a loss. We had the lockout. It sucked. But we're going to bring in a new game. It became faster, more skilled players. Um, they made some rules, the two-line pass rule. Um, it, they took that out. So there's more breakout plays and stretch passing. The Devils were great for years because uh, they took advantage of the two-line pass. So it's called the trap. That's what their system was called. And they won like – they were Devils were mad good. Is like, there a way you can explain that? Late 90s. Um, well – because I don't even know what it is exactly. It was called a trap. Um, it would lure. It would kind of like eliminate. Um, it was a defensive system that they pl- that they played called the trap. It would trap you. Yo, um, you know who was my guy? Is gonna get you tight. Jason Arnott. Yo, I Arnott? fucking I fucking hate Jason Arnott. Yo, <laughs> Jason. Yo, let me. Jason Arnott. If you're fucking watching this, fuck you, bro. Piece of well, shit. We're probably never gonna get him on the podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, but nah, yo, fuck Jason Arnott. Um. <laughs> Yo, I'll tell you why. Cause my <laughs> yeah, uncle, I was going to say, he's mad random. random like- <laughs> yo, so my uncle's a cop, and he did a charity event where he was like a, he's I wouldn't say an time. usher, but he was like, uh, you know, the security there. He was kinda. on the devil at the time, Jason Arnott? Yeah, okay. and he met him, and then he invited him and his partner out because my uncle Mike, who made me a Met fan, he fucked up my whole life as a sports fan because yeah. I should have been a Yankee fan. But anyway, I mentioned it. At nauseum, but <laughs> uh, my uncle Mike's partner, he was By a devil the way, fan. I'm sorry, I feel like everybody has an uncle Mike, right? Yeah, OD, bro. If you don't have uncle Mike, you're es- fucking weird. Especially <laughs> if you're if you're like Greek or Italian, yeah, yeah. like you definitely have uncle Mike. uncle Mike. So his partner was a big Devils fan, and he was mad. Like from from what I remember him telling telling me, my uncle's partner was very like starstrucky. I don't even know oh, if that's a word, yeah, but like when he would see someone, he would like he would never go and approach him. Yeah. But like he wanted to. Yeah. So my uncle introduced him and then they went out on on like a hangout and he has his autograph and shit. So that's why like I remember him and he was on those devil seats. Bro, fuck him. <laughs> All right, so tell me so go back. They they had a system in place. Yeah, and it would it would kinda it would kinda like shrink the ice because at the time you couldn't make a two line pass, right? And once once you made a two line pass, it was a pass that went um like over the lines on the ice, it couldn't be a, a, a it was like a two line pass. So they'd kind of sh- trap, kind of trap you, shrink the ice. In hockey, once you had a pass that went over both lines, the play would be whistled dead. So say you try to get behind the defenseman, because you know the hockey and you have the blue line, yeah, offside. The blue line is like the last defender in, in soccer. soccer, yeah, yeah. So if you would try to get behind a defenseman, right? Mm. Okay, um, maybe how am I going to put this in a good? Okay, in some cases, okay, hockey, 
guys in the penalty box, right? Um, you're killing a penalty. So the the puck would be in your side of the rink right here. Could they? Could people see this? Yeah, right they can see that. Puck would be here in your side of the rink. This is genius. The puck <laughs> would be here in your side of the rink. So everything's happening here, right? Right. But penalty box is here. So the guy would be coming out. Usually you know when the penalty's ending, the goalie will clap his stick. You'll hear the random. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So you know, look up. Guy behind. If I'm, a, I play the defense in hockey. Guy'd be behind me. I know. I gotta look backwards. I gotta bail. Right, right, right. Um, usually, what you try to do now is because there's no two line pass. You send it down on the wall. So the guy stepping out of the box, bing, Ooh. off so to the races. Breakaway. This is an example. It would be over two lines. Plays whistle dead. It's behind. You could never really get behind the defenseman. You know. Gotcha. To beat him. So it kind of slowed the game down. It was the trap. They eliminated that. It opened the game up. It opened the game up so much more. Guys make better, longer plays, faster. You know, it just helped a lot. They helped issue uh, Usher in this new era. And the shameful thing about it is now is it's never been better than it is now hockey. Like, skills at all-time high. Back then, you had some like guys that were goons and fought. But now you got to be able to play to be on the team. There's not really – the goon is gone. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it shouldn't be struggling now because now everybody on the team is, has to play. you got to be nice now to play. There's no more, oh, this guy could fight. We'll keep him around in case, so, like, Gretzky gets leveled. We'll keep this guy around so he could take liberties and, you know, beat up whoever did it. It's not like that no more. You got to be good to play now. Interesting. Why do you think they got rid of the the goon? Was it because that dude was just a, he would kind of cap your upside? Um, because if you're just a fighter, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to put this. He, the fighter was because I always remember like there'd be a random legend on the fourth line. You'd be like, "Yo, why is this guy on the team?" And you'd be like, "Yo, he's the fighter." Like, yeah. if a guy goes and steps to him, you know, steps to Crosby or steps to Ovechkin or some shit, like this guy's gonna have his back. There so, was. So did the talent just? This is here we go. Did the talent get so big? It's deeper. It's deeper. It's much where, deeper. Like it's not even worth it because your fourth liner now is getting twenty goals a year. I wouldn't say 20, but they're they're chipping in. But it's just the talent is way deeper. Is 20 goals a lot? 20 goals is a very good. 20 goals is a good season. Power rank me like the tiers as far as goals. It's like so in the NFL, if you're a if you're a a 40 touchdown passer, that's, that's good. like that's good, right? That's elite of the elite. Like 40 is a if 50. 50, only three people have thrown 50 touchdowns in NFL history. Okay. There's been some a lot more 40s. 30 is like, if you're a 30 touchdown passer, you could win MVP. 20, you're like, whatever. If you're in the teens, congrats, you need a new quarterback. Okay. Um, 20 goals is a good year. Um, so who's like a 20-goal scorer? Chris Kreider's a career 20-goal scorer. Okay. I feel like most... Most of I feel like he, most of his years I'm, I'm naming players you know Ryan Callahan 20 goal scorer, and Ra those are good players you so, need those guys on your team. So who's a 30 goal scorer? Gabrick. Gabrick scored. Th Gabrick would score 40 from time to time. Um, I I know he probably scored 30. If you score 30, you're a good player. You're like a like you had a, gr a good year. Are you year. an all star? You could be an all star with 30 goals. Okay. Um, it's funny because 40 like hockey sometimes you'll get your your. You'll get years where you, by the way, people are scoring less now because the game is just getting better. It's getting harder to score. Really? Yeah. Um, and I want to mention that for a second, um, but I'm going to continue my point. There are years when you'll get like a few 50-goal scores, which is an elite year. If you had a 50-goal year. So year, like Stamkos. Yeah. Like Ovechkin. Yeah. Like you're, you had an elite year. Um, Where's my boy Tarasenko at? 
he's capable of it. I don't know if he's ever had a 50, but he's had high 40s. I know that that's just a great year. Um, but there'll be years where you get like five, six 50 goal guys. There'll be years when you get like one. I think Crosby one year like led the league in goals with like 49. And this wasn't that long ago. Who's like the most like legendary, bad legend, 50 goal scorer? Damn. That you can remember. Oh, shit. I would like to say uh, that's tough because most, most 50 goals. Because like Cam Newton threw 40 touchdowns yeah. one year. You're like, yo, what the fuck? This is never happening again. I'm not going to listen. I'm not, number one, I'm not going to have any Cam Newton slander on this podcast because I'm a fan of Cam. All right. You like Superman? I'm a big fan of Cam. Um, but you got to be good to score 50, bro. There's been guys that scored 40 that are not that good. I think Brad Boyd scored 40 one year. I think he did. And he's not that great. Play with Sidney Crosby one year, I think. Usually the forty goal guys will get like it, it's a forty uh, goal season where you so you could be like, eh, he's not that good. Like he's, but never fifty. If you had fifty, like, there's no ones. doubt. Some people scored six. You want to laugh? Um, some people scored sixty like a few times, and that's like amazing. I think the last time sixty ha- happened was Ovechkin in like oh eight. The Cavs are like a border playoff playoff team, and he just carried him. He scored like sixty three goals. But, like, Gretzky legit scored, like, 92 in one year. Like, you know how fucking insane that is? He is... Fucking insane. Yeah, he's he's the most dominant team sport athlete of all time. Like, I think... insane. He's... When it comes to, like, sports goats, he should be number one. Yeah, I think so as well. Because he was so... He's so... Like, there's no debate who's who's even close to him. Bro, second place is, like... You know the, the Gretzky. I, we, he spoke about the Gretzky rule before, right? No. What is this? If you take his like, all right, in hockey. Oh, uh, I yeah, yeah. Tell the people, but I've if, heard this. All right, in hockey, you have goals and assists, and um, a goal's a point, and an assist is a point. So at the end of the year, they add up all your points, your goals and assists, and um, total it. So you'd get like a good year's uh, a great a great year's like ninety points and above. He would have like two hundred in years. <laughs> uh, like yeah, people aren't getting over like one ten. He'd have like two hundred. Um. Like two and change. Um, but if you take um, just his, uh, if you add uh, like people's goals and assists, it wouldn't equal to just like his assists or goals. It's like that much. It's it's insane. It's the Gretzky rule. Damn. It's, it's fucking crazy. Um, they always discuss that Ovechkin could uh, tr- uh, catch him, but because they don't know if hockey, there might be a lockout in hockey this year. Oh. They're saying this is the knockout blow. Because he didn't get a full 82 game. He had a shortened season. I think like 2013, they played like 50. Yeah. And this year, if they play, it'll only be like 50. Or they might not have it at all. So they're saying this might be the knockout blow. He might not be able to catch him. Dude, remember when we went to Toronto for OVO Fest? How could I forget? (laughs) (laughs) What a trip. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yo, so... Um, we were staying like a couple blocks away from where the Blue Jays play, and we were trying to go to Gretzky's restaurant. Tr- literally trying <laughs> is the best way to explain this. And one of our friends, she works from Toronto, from Toronto, born and raised in Toronto. She's like, "Oh, I know where it is. It's like down the block from you guys." Yo, no exaggeration. If if like the restaurant is here, we walked like this. And our house was like here. This was our house. Our house was right here. This is the restaurant. This Yo, is our house. The best part is we saw the restaurant from our balcony. Yeah, from our balcony. It was Gretzky holding a Gretzky stick. Gretzky holding a stick. And we're so fucking stupid. It was horrible. That we're like, yo, if we just go down the block and go up this road, we could get there. Yo, we literally were going like eights. Two hours later, walking all around Toronto and never got there. 
Yeah. We never went there. Yeah, we didn't go there. And we just saw it. Yeah, we did the we did the Hall of Fame too. That was pretty dope. That man. was a good that was a great experience. Yeah. Um, did you, you didn't touch the cup. I didn't did touch you? a cup because I'm not touching it till I win one. I win one, aka the Rangers win one. Hey, I, I say I say we win my team as yeah. well. So I'm but, just um, like that. Funny story. Um you mentioned Toronto. Great place. Um you fucking robbed me, bro. <laughs> you fucking stole from me in Toronto. He he he's he stole from fucking stole from me and i'm not joking should i t- who's telling the story i i could tell it actually i could give can i give a background story yeah please i, don't I want to, i yeah. want you to get hold up. this is my podcast now <laughs> i want you i'm gonna listen i want you to go by your state of mind and what was going on in your head but right now this is my podcast all right so we're in we're in the six um and for some reason, TD Bank is the only bank that exists there. You, you were our only. I was the MVP of that fucking Yo, trip. You, uh, it, so it was me, you, Joey, and Eric. Yeah, we was, went there for OVO Fest. I this was OVO Dill. OVO Dill for sure. But we were owls already. Like I mentioned yeah. before, we were owls before Drake and OVO. All right. Yeah. So like he jocked our style, but you know what? It's all. Cool it is what it is. Six, cheers six to that out. for cheers. being owls yeah, before cheers. Drake. But yo, real quick, because I, I want you to tell the stories, and I'll chime in every now and then. All right. But. You dead ass were our only source of income because yeah. we all had like Chase and shit. TD Bank was up there and you had TD Bank. So we would literally go on our phones and calculate and the what, exchange yeah. rate. And then we would give you like American money. At first, at first it was it was fucking me because I was pulling out. I was like getting like $40 and like, what was it? Like $70 or $60. I was like, yo, we're fucking rich. Remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dylan was like our source of income yeah. because we weren't able to take out money. I forgot why we couldn't take out money. Um, I was think it because TD, uh, I just feel like the other banks weren't as big there and TD was big and I was only with TD. Yeah. So I, would, I could just put my card in and it would give me the transfer and everything. Right, right, right. I, just could, I didn't think you could do that. I think you had to pay like a fee. It was like 20 extra or something, remember? That's what it was. It was like a big ass surcharge. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, we were, we were, this is a while ago, mind you, so. We were hanging out with females. This is before I was happily in a great, great girl. Yeah, that, that's that's my KD. So, that's that's my KD, girl. Kevin she's Durant. an owl too. An you know owl what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, so Lamb and I were hanging out with two girls. Um, the girl, she was your friend, right? Mm-hmm. So they come over. This is before. <laughs> yo, actually, okay, yeah, I'm, I got it. This is before um, we were going to OVO. We were going to OVO that night. It was night one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of OVO. So night one was J Cole, J Cole, Big Sean, and YG. Yeah. Popping. Popping. So this is before. Um, so they're hanging out at our place. We have a nice balcony. It's a nice place. This is like during the day. This is like at two in the afternoon. Random time. Yeah, we're hanging out. We're, we're pre-gaming. Nick was, you know, talking to this girl and she brought a friend. And I was, we were the only single ones. Right. So her friend. Um, and you know me, dog. I got to put you on. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? That was it. Give me some. Come on, baby. Some. That's another thing. Johnny Manziel. T- been doing this Take for it years, us. bro. So, um. So I was being the good wingman that I am, and we were, it was going well. The yeah, girl liked you, yeah, yeah. the girl liked me. Um, I mean, come on now. Come, on. Look at, we're come on, man. Charisma impeccable. Um, so we're hanging out with them, and it's a great time, and we both tell them, listen, we're going to OVO. Come back after the show. We can hang out. So they're like, all right. Do you remember that they drove us to the fucking liquor store and took 30 years to get to the liquor store? Yeah. Remember that? And yeah. I saw the... Uh, the homeless dude, and you gave him $40. I gave him 40 American dollars. Because he had two dogs he had with him. two dogs. And you told them... I said, listen, you don't, this is not for you. Yeah. You feed these fucking dogs, remember? Dylan told the homeless dude, this is not for you. It's for the dogs. <laughs> Take care of those dogs. Um, I hope those dogs are doing well. So, yeah, we had, our, we had the girls. We had it set up. 
Um, we go to OVO. We're, we're lit. We get back. We're lit. But a bunch of girls came back, remember? Yeah. Um, so we uh, a bunch of girls came back, and there was another girl that I was talking to that was there, remember? Mm-hmm. So I'm on the balcony talking to another girl, not that girl and her friend. Those two girls come. So you're talking to both of them, but you look and see me on the balcony with the girl. Yeah. So the girl was like, this actually you fucking slandered my name too. <laughs> actually, yeah. So the girl asked Nick, oh, what's the matter? Your friend don't like me? The one that was supposed to be for me. And Nick's response was, go ahead. Well, f- first of all, you were doing your thing. So I was just like, all right, Dylan's occupied, right? <laughs> so he's doing his thing. And I, I just turned around and mind you, I'm like, I'm like 15. This is before in. he robbed me. This is yeah. before. <laughs> you know? So the bad part didn't like it didn't come yet. <laughs> so so I turn the girl goes what's what's wrong with your friend? Your friend don't like me. I just turn around. I look at Dylan. He didn't say no. Like he's bit, he's doing. He, this is what he said. I just go, man. Honestly, fuck Dylan. I was like, I'm only cool with him because he's friends with, with me and me and Dylan are friends with Joe. That's the only reason why I'm cool with him. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna take my mic and put it. Okay, say it again. What you <laughs> I was like, I was like, yo. I'm only friends with him because me and Joe are friends and Dylan is like friends with both of us. That's it. That's the what the fuck is that? <laughs> so he said that, right? So not only did he slander my name, he's like, yo, I don't even fuck with him. He's not even that cool. Fuck him. I got to fix this thing. All right. So he did that. So can I take over now? Yeah, good. Continue. Okay. I didn't know he said that, right? I had no idea. Um, what a great friend that I told you exactly what an asshole me. I was. He didn't have to tell me. But I hold on, hold on. The, the best part isn't even... We're I, not wouldn't, even no, I wouldn't have known he said that. He yeah. told me. So we're going about our business and I can't find my wallet. There's a, there's a party going on. It's, it's a bunch of people. I can't find my wallet. I still can't find my wallet. The party clears up and um, Nick comes out of nowhere with my... With, with my wallet. No, no. Can I, can, can I, can I pick up? Yeah. Because you missed a, a good part. Yeah. The girls end up leaving because of you. Because of me. So they leave. Okay. And there was another girl at the party. You got it. Yeah. You, okay. That I was like, you know, trying to oh, spit game Oh, yes, to. yes, yes. Okay. So I had invited her back, but I was occupied <laughs> with the two girls originally. It's, it's, a, it's chaos, this guys. It's terrible, chaos. Bro. Yeah, it is terrible. But the girl ends up leaving before the two girls leave. I'm texting her, hitting her up. I'm like, yo, come back. None of us. I'm the only one that has money. He's the only one that has actual paper yeah. money. I'm trying to get the good. This is like, what, five years ago? Yeah. Yeah, five years ago. It's very important that we say this five years ago yeah. because we've all matured. We're changed yeah. people. I'm an animal when I go on vacation, man. Yeah. I kind of lose control. Yeah. You know, I, I see the palm trees in Miami and, and you the, lose and your the lights. Shit. Like, yeah. it's just some it different man. It does something to you. Yeah, so, so I'm texting the girl and I have no money. <laughs> so I'm like... <laughs> Yo, if you come back, I'll pay for your Uber. I'll pay for your whatever the fuck. Was Who's who is paying for the Uber? <laughs> you are. What do you mean? I'll pay. You aren't paying for the Uber. <laughs> so I have no money. So I go into like the little safe that we have, and I go through Joe's wallet. He has no money. I go through Eric's wallet. He has no money. I take like what did I take like twenty or thirty I think it was bucks. Like thirty bucks. It was like thirty bucks. I take yeah. out of Dylan's wallet. Anyway, long story short, I pass out. Don't even reply. Wake up the next morning. Dylan, Joe, and Eric are like on the couch and shit. They're all just hanging out. I wake up. 
I give Dylan $30. I kind of like toss it at you. I'm like, what the fuck? You're like, what's going on? And then I immediately turn to Joey and Eric. I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? You guys don't have money? <laughs> Eric is looking at Joey. Joey's looking at Eric. We're like, clueless. What is happening? Uh-huh. I'm like, yo, how do you guys not have money? And then you're like, yo, what are you, what are you talking about? And then I tell you guys the story. Joe gets up and goes, you're mad at us that we didn't have money for you to rob us? And this then I'm like, fucking stole from me. <laughs> so I give it had my, you had my wallet too. Yeah, I had your wallet. Was, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is where it was. Yeah. I just kept, <laughs> I kept it safe though. I could have left it out with animals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I kept it safe. <laughs> and I'm like, here, man, I, I gave, this is your money. You know, I only took $30. And I was like, oh, by the way, I also kind of just like. Because I asked you about the girls. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I kind of just threw you under the bus. And I'm telling you this story. You're like. Yo, we should, like, fight right now. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck, bro? But you're like, yo, I care about you. I told you. Yeah, I was like, yo, listen, man. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't tell you the truth. This is exactly yo, what happened. It was for a good cause. It was for a good cause. It was for a good cause. You know what? Here, cheers cause. to that. Yeah, cheers to that. Dude, what would you say is the favorite trip that we've been on? Because we've been to Miami a, ham- a bunch of times. You want to laugh? They're all, like, I never went on vacation with my friends. And it's, I, I'm glad I could say this. I never went on vacation with my friends and said I had a bad time. There yeah. was never a dull moment. It's a good group, man. Cont- yeah, we have a we're great time. We're all fun. We yeah. all feed off each other, and yeah, we're all yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even if you like separate in little groups, like you that get happens, stuck with, but like, we're all good. We're yeah, all yeah, 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 you know, yeah. We're all ready. Um, I'd have to say you want to. Um, I'd have to say Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is fucking out of control, bro. There's no rules in Vegas. It's so it's it's literally just a fiesta at all hours of the day. It's it's. I'd, right, um, I'd say it's like Grand Theft Auto vacation mode. That's Vegas. <laughs> GTA vacation mode. That's what it is. Yeah, man. It's pretty wild. It's pretty it's wild. It's fucking crazy. It's, it's weird, right? Because I really think... I think that Toronto trip was fucking amazing, dude. Drake... We had a we had a, like a small group. Like, it was just us four. And, yeah. And we don't even like chill together every day, us four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're, we're friends and we just had a blast, you know? Hell yeah, man. And the and the little apartment was sick. And the two the shows... Concierge. Yeah, Con- Dylan, concierge. concierge, bro. <laughs> yeah, Dylan, Dylan works at hotels and he's like, y'all, concierge, I got him. He's like, yo, we're, we're going to get hooked up. And we're like, well, what? He's like, yo, don't worry about it. So anytime we just walk by, we, we like we'll salute to them and so shit. They just no, say hi, which is happened. what they do to every guest. Nothing happened. Nothing, literally nothing happened. We bro. got noise complaints. Yeah, we, and- yeah we, got, we got VIP. But dude, the, the Toronto concert was really dope, man, because like Drake, you really saw the aura of Drake there. It was a unique time. It was when... um He was beefing with Meek Mill. It was like everybody was behind him. Yeah. You know, the whole city... It was like the whole city was down for the beef, right? Dude, remember when we went... I went to TSA because you're an idiot. Oh, you want to... La- oh, yeah. You, you and Eric... You went to TSA with me. I drove a... You guys took a bus because you're morons. It was the... You know what it was? For we like decided, a $90 difference, No, bro. we decided to come late. Remember, we didn't... We weren't going until like... Like a week before, remember we got bus tickets were the only thing that was like reasonably. No, dude. Yes. I think I think you guys didn't book your travel yet because we had bought yeah, the tickets. Actually, you're right. And then you I guys had the took tickets a bus. before. Yeah, yeah. That was the worst bus ride ever. The only good thing about that bus ride was Big Sean was in customs the same time as we were. It Damn. Was, it was dope. We uh, Joe, we got tired at me that I fell asleep on the flight because the flight was like 45 minutes. Bro, number I, one, I'm sorry to cut you off. Number one, how do you sleep on a flight? Yo, he was so angry at me. And number two, how do you sleep on a flight knowing it's only 45 minutes? I would just be like, all right, 45 minutes, I'm just chill. Yo, if I have 30 minutes. What is that minutes, like, a 45-minute plane ride? Like, that's so weird. Yo, 
It's literally because Buffalo You're in the air for what twenty five minutes? Pretty much, yeah. By the time it ascends, like it finished the ascension, and I, they're like, you feel like you don't get in like flying air till like yeah. Far. So when you go, because I would take that flight when I would go to Buffalo, because I, I went to school up in Buffalo. So a lot of times it was like the the college pass and shit. You'd end up paying like seventy nine dollars round trip. So I'm like, fuck that. I'll take that over it. a fourteen hour yeah. commute round trip like any day of the week. Yeah. So when we're going up to Toronto, um, I fall asleep and I wake up. But the flight is like you're ascending. And then when they go, oh, you could take off your seatbelts now. They don't even bring like snacks or nothing. Yeah, Yo, no exaggeration, dude. At most, maybe 20 minutes goes by when it finishes the ascend. And they're like, oh, fasten your seatbelts. We're, we're descending it's into crazy. our destination. And I just remember waking up and he was mad tight at me. He's like, yo, how do you fall? He's like, I don't get it, bro. I don't. He's like, how do you fall asleep? I was like, dude, I just fall asleep. I can never fall asleep on a plane, bro, ever. You Even could, like Vegas when it's five hours? Bro, I took, I took Xanax to fall asleep. I can't do it. I cannot. I'm in the air. The smallest. Ah! I start to, I'm, Yo, me and. I can't do it, bro. For, first time we went to Vegas, 2014, me and Joe took Spirit. That's, that's brutal. I started riding a horse in the air. <laughs> it's crazy. Yo, we hit turbulence so bad. Yo, when I tell you bad, it felt People were like, praying? You know it's bad when people start praying. You heard. <gasps> yeah. You no, heard no, that? No, no. Dude, Dill, on our friendship, the plane was free falling. <laughs> and I literally just do this. I literally just do this. I just sit up. I sit up my chair and I go, all right, time to pray. I just <laughs> turn to Joey because I'm like, dude, we're going uh -huh. down. Yeah. I was like, we're going down. It's pitch black out. You don't see shit. We're going right into the fucking cliff. Uh-huh. And it was just like, the plane was going like this. Just Yeah, it's horrible. I, I would have died on the flight. But yo, dude, I, I kind of I kinda sleep on, on every flight. I, I envy you. I, we were in Ve uh, not Vegas. We were in Miami for that World Cup game. Do you remember oh, that? That was so much fun. I wasn't of age yet to get into the Clevelander. But you did. And I did. I, I don't know whose idea I used. Something was telling uh -oh. me not to try. Oops. <laughs> Oops. The Clevelander is going to fucking ban us yeah. now. But yeah, I remember you persuaded me to come. And he was like, just try it, bro. If not, just take a cab back. Well, I remember you saying that everybody was going to pay for it. Like the group of people. We yeah. Were and I, I went and God, thank God I did. That was great. That Jermaine Jones goal. Bro, I got it on video, son. That's one of my favorite God moments. God bless, bro. Shout out to Barry. Barry Switzer, our guy down MVP there. The, it was, I, yo, I don't know who's MVP that day. Jermaine Jones or Barry. Do you remember how hyped we were? Um, that we I were almost fell in the pool at the Cleveland there. Yeah, when he scored. Joe grabbed me. Because they have that little like the, it's like a, it's like a valet rope, but yeah. it's only like a, it's maybe like a, dental floss. No, but it's like a, a chain link fence. Yeah. Like this. This thin, and I almost fell into the pool. And you, Joe just like grabbed me, like, yo. What was worse? Um, I mean, well, I'm not, it's not worse, but do you remember like the highs and the lows? Like when Jermaine Jones scored, how fucking ape shit we were going. And it was like the highest of highs and then the lowest of lows when fucking Ronaldo scored to tie with like three yeah, seconds left. Yeah, it was remember devastating. That? Yeah, it man. was like, God damn, we were going to beat Portugal. We just beat Ghana, right? Yeah, we, yeah. It was fucking. Bro, that's one of my. Dude, oh my god. Oh my god. The Dempsey Ghana goal? Bro, you do you remember walking into the bar and you were the first person I saw? I dap you up. I dap up Dylan. Give him a hug. <clears throat> ah! It was a fire so goal. Too. Because yo, that was crazy, dude. Ghana, like mad randomly, Ghana's our biggest rival yeah. in World Cups. We like, always end up in the group with them. Yeah, you always because the way the regions are set up, you'll end up playing, you'll end up playing like certain teams like Greece, Argentina, and Nigeria are always in the same group. Yeah. They've been in like three World Cups together. Mad random. So like USA and Ghana, they just always happen to meet. Mm -hmm. And that was the year, 2014, last time these fucking morons made the World Cup. Anyway, I still get angry about that. That's horrible. But 
it was Germany, Portugal, Ghana, and the U.S. I remember telling you. I'm group like, of bro, death. Remember, it was, it was, we were in the group of death. Yeah, yeah, yeah group of death. And you were, I remember you asking me, yo, do we have a chance? I'm like, if we don't get three against Ghana, meaning win, because if you win in soccer, you get three points, yeah. a draw is one, and then zero is obviously if you lose, and then it's goal differential. I'm like, yo, for us to advance, we must be Ghana. Yeah. We must beat them. And then uh, I think one of my favorite moments ever, bro, was being at Rockies for the John Brooks goal. That was, that was the second the header, goal. The 2 1 in like the 88th yeah. minute, 89th. Do you remember? Um, um, I think it was Germany we played the third the third game. Yeah. And remember, like, they, I think they like blessed us because Jurgen Klinsmann was German, remember? Yeah. They're saying, oh, they're going to they're gonna tie. No, they, I think they beat us like 1 0. But if they, they, if they would have beat us like 3 0. Oh, yeah, the differential, yeah. The differential, yeah, yeah. Because the U.S. had four points and then. Oh, Portugal got spanked by Germany that year. They lost like four or five yeah. zero. So the goal differential was us. big. I feel like Jurgen Klinsmann. Oh no, that was the who we played Belgium. Belgium. He had like forty nine saves. Remember Tim Howard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 Tim Howard. Yeah. And, and you know your your favorite soccer player of all time, Wondolowski. <laughs> Bro, Dylan's still haunted by him. Don't give me. I could go on a twenty minute rant about Wondolowski. G- give me something about him. All right. <clears throat> Now, mind you, I'm not like I'm a, I'm a USA soccer fan because of Lamb. Um, he got me into it, and I follow I follow close enough, right? Actually, I, I fell off. I followed I followed a lot that era of guys like the Michael Bradley, Josie Altador group. Josie was your your Josie boy. was my guy, but they brought this fucking loser Wondolowski in, <laughs> and like I think he was like one of the best MLS goal scorers at he the was, time. He was he was to, to pay the I don't give here. a fuck what league. Yo, I don't care if it was I don't care if he scored in my backyard and you're in the fucking Con Ed field over listen. They he, he they played him in the gold cup. I think he had the golden boot in the gold cup, right? That year? Yeah, he he the prior. Yo, he was he scored. I'm not gonna yeah, lie, he was scoring he, a he lot. He was coming in hot. Yeah, yeah. But I was telling you, uh, even throughout this guy's a fucking loser. I could tell. <laughs> I could I look at his his reactions on the he's a fucking loser. <clears throat> So we're in the knockout game. We're up to two people now that will never come on Jake, the show. Nah, yo, fuck <laughs> off. I don't want you on the show. It's not even my show. So it's the knockout game. And we're in extra minutes, right? Yeah, man. Against Belgium. Bro. They, we should have lost that game like 17-0. Yeah. Howard has, I think to this day still. It's the lead. In, it's the most saves ever in the World Cup. We're in the game somehow. And I feel like they fucking grabbed an NBA clipboard <laughs> and fucking drew up a play for this asshole. And it works. The play fucking works. And he fucking sails it over the crossbar. And I, I looked at Lamb. But, yo, he's also maybe – he's where I am. and he's, he's parked in front. And it's a fucking soccer net. Yeah. It's not a fucking high – I mean, I'm, it's a fucking soccer net. You could kick it to the right or left, you're going to score. He had to kick it – yo, f- fuck you, bro. <laughs> I, nah. Nah, man. All right. So, like, I know, like, I sh- – like, I feel strongly about these guys. I love the Altador. Can't stand them now. Ever since those guys, ever since they didn't qualify, I can't stand them. Oh, what they did was brilliant. They got rid of, I think, of the 23 people that were during that qualifier uh, campaign. Only Pulisic and like two guys are on there. And those are all like, it's like John Brooks. They were the new era. Yeah, they were. It's it's all new guys right now. This new regime. You see, and I know I could tell you so much about those guys like Breck Shea and all those losers. But (laughs) I don't like I don't. These guys are new and I know you know more. And you're always telling me like these great things. Oh, this is this is the way. So like what what what's going on? You know, like this is. Should I start planning my World Cup celebration? (laughs) Yeah. No lie, dude. Like. Yeah. Really? 
2026 World Cup is probably the best chance we'll ever have to win one. 2026. 2026, yeah. So 2022 is going to be in Qatar. Qatar, that World Cup is going to be in November. Because of the heat. The heat. And also, like, over there in November is their summer. Oh, okay. It's the longer days. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing it that way. Um, Corruption and politics, that could be a a four-hour extravaganza if we wanted to. Let me me ask you, who's got the biggest dick on the team? Oof. Who's got the longest? Who's packing? Who's packing? Who's packing a hammer? Listen, I watched that game, and they mentioned that guy Dest a lot. Okay, so I'm a desk guy. You should be. You should be. So here's the thing, right? Like, in all seriousness, this is the best crop of young guys that they've ever had come up at the same time. And it's better. Like, the only class that will be comparable to that would be like um, Donovan, uh, Demarcus Beasley. Dempsey. Uh, No, no. Dempsey was a little bit after. I would say, yeah, maybe like a couple of years after. I would say like uh, Brian McBride, like that era of mm-hmm. of U.S. soccer. The biggest difference, and I can't emphasize this enough, Dill. Our young guys now are playing big minutes in big fucking clubs. Not like, here. Yeah, they're playing like at Barcelona. Bro, for you to play, for you to play on Chelsea and Barcelona. And Borussia. Those are the best teams in the world. You're not Juventus. Yeah. You're not playing there if you're trash, bro. They don't give a fuck if you're Argentinian, Brazilian, Colombian. Like, not, bro, can you play? Like, for a guy to get signed by those teams and to have this whole extravaganza that you're coming over there and you're doing the whole... In soccer, they'll they'll bring you out to the fans in front of the stadium and it'll be a a sold-out, like, new camp where Barcelona plays. Obviously not because of COVID, but... They'll have the player come out and he'll do like a juggle. He'll do the shirt ceremony and shit. Like, bro, this is a big fucking deal, dude. Like, people haven't really realized. I know I fuck around a lot, but 2026 is very possible because our guys now, like our oldest guy is Pulisic and he's like 22. Mm -hmm. John Brooks is like 28, but whatever. He's a defender. You could play as as an elite player until you're like mid-30s, right? They got a goalie, Stefan, who's on Man City. Des Barcelona, McKinney, your boy, Juventus, right? Pulisic, Chelsea. Um, there's another kid. He has like a. He's like. Um, he's like a. He has one of those like the France. He has like a two part last name, right? He's American. He plays mm-hmm. on on Barcelona too. Um, Timothy Weah, uh, Sebastian Soto. Uh, the list goes on and on. It's just really crazy, the talent right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gio, bro. Gio Reyna is probably, I think, and my dad thinks, is the best one of all. He's like, he's better than Pulisic. Really? And he's 18. He just turned 18. Bro, Pulisic was like the golden. And he still is. He still is. He His hamstrings are a little fucked up. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Every other week, he pulls a hamstring. But uh-huh. when he plays, like, bro, last year... For the Premier League, when they came back on the restart, he was the best player on Chelsea. I remember he was scoring. He wears like every number game. ten now, bro. Do you know what that is? I, I, from what you tell me, it's for it's an you honor. to wear number you ten. You gotta be real. You're, yeah, you're. It's it dangles down it dangles to the ankle. The floor. Yeah, yeah. Like you ain't a scrub if you're wearing number ten yeah. in soccer, uh-huh. especially on the international level, like Maradona, Zidane. Yeah, those are all those legends. like Neymar. You gotta, yeah, you're a fucking stallion for you to do that. So right now, man, in all honesty, and the reason why I say 2026 as opposed to 2022, though. Is this the learning year? The learning yeah, cycle? Man. Yeah. They, they're going to qualify. They have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
the one thing I like is some of these scrimmages that they're playing is they're beating the piss out of people, which yeah. is how it should be. How it should when be, you yeah. play Costa Rica, sorry, bro. You play Guatemala and Panama. Nah, man, you need to. Yeah. I don't care if you're in the CONCACAF. Like, it's fine because there's teams in Europe like Macedonia and Azerbaijan and bullshit teams. Even yeah. Greece. Like, Greece blows too, right? Like, when you play these shitbag countries in soccer, you got to beat the piss out of them. So that's what I want. When you're playing fucking Nicaragua, yeah. In Pasadena, and, and there's like eighty thousand Americans you there, and no, no, you're playing in the states, and oh, okay, in the you're states. at home, and yeah. you barely beat them one zero. Like, nah, bro, that's embarrassing. We've seen that a lot. We've seen that a ton. Yeah. So what they've been doing now is they're fucking. Just I remember. Pissed them what was it like a few like two weeks ago? You told me to put on uh, the game. It was they fucking trounced. Who was it? Who they beat? I think Wales was it Wales or uh, no? They they tied didn't they tie Wales? They tied Wales. And they played somebody else after. They played someone in Concacaf. Yeah, and they just beat Smoke. the piss out of. Them. That's how it should be, bro. It doesn't matter if you're the big knock on them in Mexico. Also, is like, well, all the Americans and the Mexicans they play a bunch of guys that like suck. They play like Jamaica and shit it's like that. So like, it's a weak yeah. conference, a region, I should say. Mm-hmm. But it's like, nah, bro. Not if you're beating the shit out of the teams. Yeah. Like, that's how it should be. Look at what Germany does in Europe. They, like, four, five, zero on, like... And they beat teams like Italy. They'll be, yeah. like... That's how you impose your will on teams. Yeah. And the reason why I say 2026, Dill, is... Number one, we... Hasn't been announced yet, but the host nation is USA, Mexico, and Canada. It's the North American World Cup. But if you look at the map... The U.S. is having sixty of the eighty games, so it's, it's so we're gonna get us. we're gonna get the automatic bid. Yeah, so we'll be in there, and then you're looking at the ages of the guys: Pulisic, twenty-seven, Prime, Reina, right? twenty-five, like Des, twenty-four. You're like, yo, and I think I'm getting chills talking about this. I don't know if it's the proper, if it's the, the fascination <laughs> of it's gonna be in MetLife also. The final yeah, is in MetLife. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like it's very possible, dude, because. Seven World Cup winners in the past have been host nation countries. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of it, right? Like this might sound really weird, but when you play in like Mexico, there's the high altitude. Yeah. When you play in other regions, it's like there is like a wind gust, like a notorious wind gust, or the climate changes, or there's high humidity. Like there's a bunch of things. Well, like you're American, you're gonna know where you're at. Yeah. And also, there is a little bit of a home field advantage when you're everybody there. there is going to be everyone there cheering, is going to yeah. be american for sure yeah so it was weird because at the time when they didn't make the world cup in 2018 i thought it was going to set us back like a decade and it didn't it like woke us up kinda, it kind of right? fast forward us and you know what man this dude burhalter who's the head coach i'm not really a fan of him schematically and like the way he goes about his business, but he's done a tremendous job with the dual citizenship guys. Yeah. They're coming on board. That's, and, and that's key. <clears throat> huge. Huge. And for people that might knock that or not be a fan of it, it's like, well, look at the that, that run that Germany was on from like 2006 to about 2018. All their guys, big guys, were like Polish and German, Albanian and German, uh, Swiss and German. Oh, as long as you have some, like, feeling you're it, it does, American, it's it only half, it, you're American. Yeah, you're, you're American, you know? So, I agree. But right now, man, this crop of guys, it's, you should, you should definitely be excited about them because, again, it's so big that these dudes, bro, are playing 
Like, yo, you're talking about starters. Yeah. Seriously. I remember uh, we were like five minutes in the game you told me to watch, and it was something like I've never seen before from the American soccer team. It was just new. I was like, wow, these guys are not the same. Attack, attack, attack. Everything. And it was it looked good, too. Yeah. It, it was great. It was it was something to see. And it was encur- it was exciting. It was encouraging. My, if I could do, you know, to use the wrestling term, brother, brother, fantasy book, the next two World Cups. You make the World Cup in 2022. Sorry to cut you off. They're adding more teams, right? I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Um, you know, like, there's always... It, it happens in all sports when, like... You, you saw it in football, right? Des Bryant doesn't catch that pass against the Packers. He did, right? Did Des catch it? Or the year when the Rams played the Saints and it was that no-call pass interference... There's a huge overreaction from the leagues and the federations. Yeah. We're talking about soccer to switch shit up, right? And then the year after, in 2019, you were able to challenge pass interference calls. And then what happens? Teams are challenging and like nothing's getting overturned. Yeah. Like that's the right call. So the eye test is always going to be, I think, more. It's it's a human instinct, and like humans are going to make mistakes, yeah. right? You're going to miss calls left and right, but. What happens is you'll have a team that like missed out on advancing out of their group, but they would have won if they were in like seven other groups, right? So then they'll add teams, but then you kind of dilute your product. And then it's like, all right, you have Northern Ireland in there. Congrats. Like, or Trinidad and Tobago. You see, I agree, but I feel like the thrill of having your team in in the World Cup, it's it's so much fun. And this is like, you're a great, you're a big soccer fan. Me? You, I'm the. You're the reason why I'm a soccer fan, and um, it's it's the the thrill I get of watching the the uh, the United States team, like win games in the World Cup. It's it's hard to match. It really is. It's it's a different level I, of sports fan because it's, it's your great. country. Now, yeah, now more. I feel like it, I get what you're saying, but I feel like more people will experience that. How often does Northern Ireland or all these other teams qualify? I hear what you're saying. Yeah, so it's like a big event for them. Yeah, for sure. That's I mean, there's always a, a yin and yang, right? There's always a good and bad to every situation. Think so. about it. We qual we qualify more than we don't, right? Yeah. And Germany always qualifies. They probably feel that way. Yeah. But imagine we're in Northern Ireland having this combo. You know, when Italy didn't qualify for the last World Cup, That's there was terrible. like a national crisis. Yeah, like there's, no, there's no reason that should happen. Yeah, their economy like went down. I'm not kidding. It was crazy. Like, <laughs> but that's yo. That's you know, that's the there's levels of expectations that I think with a USA run can really bring that here too, yeah. you know, because now dude, you know, in the past, man, when we were growing up, like, bro, even ten years ago, you couldn't watch Southampton and fucking West Ham on like NBC, NBC yeah. Sports, you couldn't. So now it's becoming more popular, right? The because I got a little sidetracked. The fantasy booking for the next two World Cups. You make the World Cup. You make it out your group. Maybe win around a 16. And then in the 22 you're talking about. Yeah, 2022. Okay. You win that that first knockout stage. And then you play a, you play a Belgium. You play a Germany. You play a France. And you lose, but you lose competitively. You lose 2-1 in a game where like. Maybe like the greatness of like an Mbappe or Neymar took over, and it's like, yo, you know what, man? Sometimes like a goat just takes over, and you gotta just like tip your cap and move on, like, or you lose on penalties. Yeah. Which saying that now, and if that happens, it sucks. It's yeah. gonna be, br- it's gonna fuck me up for like a month. But 
because you want your young guys that are going to be 22, 21, 21, 22, 23, 24 years old to be like, all right, man, this is like, there's levels to this shit. This is like the cream of the crop. Let's fucking double down. World Cup, this shit is in our backyard. Yeah. Fucking mm-hmm. don't tread on this. There's a, there's like a, a, a swagger that comes with experience. Of it. course. Yeah, you know? man. Especially when I think they had like the youngest. So soccer just recently had their international break kind of and where every league stops and then guys go and they meet with their international yeah. teams. Because also the Euro Cup was supposed to be this past summer because of COVID. It's going to move into 2021. So you're going to have the Euro Cup next summer and then the year at the, the, World Cup. the summer after you have the World Cup. So it's going to be fire. So it's going to be really, really sick. So what the the best thing is to get the experience and get the growing pain. So then when, when like Dest is 22 or no, I mean he's eighteen now, so he'll be twenty-two. He'll be twenty at the twenty twenty-two World oh, Cup. Yeah, 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 so yeah. when he's twenty-four and it's in the states, yeah. and he got all these reps on Barcelona, also, I mean a lot could happen in six years. He might be on a different club, but anyway. But still, that, like that's a big thing because then it's like, all right, man, fuck Argentina. Like, what's up? You're in you're in the states yeah. now. Like it's quiet. So that would be the ultimate pipe dream, man. And I really do think though that this this might be the best chance that they'll have. And it's funny because remember we always used to say it's close to like, will we ever see it? And it's actually a reality. Yeah. Well, it's a possibility. Yeah. And, you know, there was a we video. We never thought we'd say that. Yeah. There was a video that I actually, uh, I screenshot and I saved and I replied to because I want to keep it because there's this dude, this uh, guy, I think he was on Fox, this, this uh, black English commentator. And he's talking about, he's like, yo, you know, Pulisic is my guy. He's like, I like, you know, Des, Des had just scored on the Champions League a couple weeks ago. Like, if you pull up any Champions League day, you'll see an American, dude. It's crazy. Like, McKinney's playing. Des is playing. Fucking uh, Palacios is playing. Like, there's a bunch of guys. And he talks. He's like, yo, I love this, like, influx of youth players Mm -hmm. in the U.S. And then he ends it with, you know, I would love to see them win a World Cup one day. And, like, the other three British dudes start dying laughing. Like, it's a joke, right? Yeah, like, that's how they feel about us. Yeah, that's. We gotta win one. We gotta we gotta win it. I mean, we need to we, we need to, to put on a show, man, because I really do think that the talent is there. The talent is there. And the fact that they play on big teams, it's it's the biggest X factor for me. That they're not it's not guys that are playing in the MLS. Like yeah. it's you're actually playing on big ass clubs. Yeah. So I mean, hey. Maybe uh Maybe we'll be celebrating in six. Yeah, man. Six years. Well, 20, 2022 is going to be the, fir- the first one. Was it 2028? 2026 yeah. is going to be in the States. Yeah, I'm going to be 35. Don't even. I'll, what will I be in? 33. Ooh, that's tough. Damn. You'll be getting old, bro. I'm going to be oh, 30 in March, son. 30's young. 30's young. 30's new 20, bro. It is, yeah. Good. Cheers to 30. Cheers to 30. Even though we're not there yet, he already sent me off. Cheers to 30. 2020 has already reshaped how we work, and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world with more total visits than any other job site, according to Comscore. Indeed helps you find quality candidates quickly so you can focus on hiring the person you need to keep your business going. Now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. 
and you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job. Making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Try out Indeed right now with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Guys, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions do apply. And while we are here, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about presenting sponsor. Once again, Bet Online. The NBA is back in action and football is heading into the playoffs. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You get in on the season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, divisions, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take full advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget, when you go to Bet Online, use the promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's all one word BlueWire. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. What do you think is more likely to happen by 2026? Do you think the U.S. goes on a nice run in the World Cup or Ooh. we see our first aliens? Wow. <laughs> Dylan, wow. big, big fucking you know alien how I feel about conspiracy this, bro. guy. Um, bro, the alien. All right. <laughs> let me get it through my. Let me get it through my. If, let me just paint the picture real quick. If aliens, aliens coming, were, if aliens were ever to show up, if I'm with Dylan, I'm safe. Because yeah, they could I, hear us. They could hear us. And Dylan's been telling me, like, yo, I'll be good. I'll be able to communicate with them. Yo, the whole, yo you really believe that there's aliens, right? What do you, it's not even, I know, like, I know. I know. <laughs> and I feel like anybody that don't feel the same way, like, what are you doing? Like, read a book. Like, go watch TV or some shit. It's deep, you know. Every group of friends has a, a alien conspiracy guy. For us, it's Dylan. Yeah, and it's, you know what? You want to laugh? I feel like, well, all right. In my in my mind, there's aliens, right? In my mind, there and there's not just more than one kind of alien. Like, all right, we're on Earth here, right? This is the Earth, right? Mm. Outer space, the universe. Now, like, say we're here, mm. we look into space this way, right? Right. It goes on forever. Yeah. There's aliens somewhere around there, right? Now, if you look into space that way, that shit goes on forever. There's aliens there, like. I feel like there's more. There's not just one spe like species of aliens. There's a bunch. There's there. They're just, you know, it's the universe is endless, right? And yo, you know what's crazy? The universe is endless, and Olivia Culpo is Miss Universe, which means she's a she's endless. She's ed she's endless. Endless. And Christian McCaffrey got a great girl, you know, just Bro, tremendous. Like I feel like she's better than that. Like Christian McCaffrey's cool, right? He's dope, son. Come on, he's a white running back, bro. Are you he's kidding? He's cool, me? but eh. he's lit. Listen, we'll say that for another time. <laughs> I like. It. I'm not gonna say fuck Christian McCaffrey. Nah, 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 nah. That's my guy. Chill, yeah, he's chill. cool. Yeah, I like he's, the he's dope, football, dope. So. Come on, you've already slandered like three athletes. By the time get... we fucking get done with this podcast, no one's gonna want to come on your show, and I apologize. <laughs> It'll be me every week coming on. So listen, um, the alien. I'm gonna be honest. I think that there's a greater chance of us discovering aliens before the United States wins the World Cup. How fucking horrible is that? Mm. There's a better chance of that. Did you th see that thing that like Barstool put up of that like metal ass plate in the desert? 
Oh, the, Did that get the, you the monolith? Yeah. All right. Do you know what that's from? I have no idea. Okay, no. background story. There's a movie. Uh, actually, it's a book, too. I think the book came first. You know Stanley Kubrick? Yeah. Okay. A Space Odyssey. You've seen that in school before, right? I have, yeah. Okay. In, um, I, in, in the movie and in the book, there's something like that, that aliens uh, left. So I don't know if that's like I don't like I like to say it's aliens, but I think it's like people doing that. Um, I'm not sure why, but it's popping up everywhere. You have you noticed saw that? No, no, that's the only one that I saw that was. Oh, in the it desert. disappeared. You know, it disappeared, right? Really? And it disappeared, and then they found one in Romania, on like a hill somewhere. That disappeared, and I think today I saw they found one in California. Same thing. So it's it's weird because you know. Travel and everything is hard to do now with coronavirus. Right. So if it's like a like a uh, an elaborate thing, they must have a bunch of people in on it. I don't know if it's like some sort of movie, like a show or like a secret Marvel or like project that you know how they do that. You know. Yeah, I know I'm what starting you to think of something like that, or who knows if if it is aliens. Like I'm ready. I'm fucking ready for the aliens. Bill's been ready since like 2008. Now before, bro. Before <laughs> it's like it don't it don't interest you at all. Like. It, like that don't interest you like like life out there what's out there yo i used to think when you would have these conversations that i was crazy i was like i love him so much but he's so dumb and then through the years like shit would just happen and it was just like like the universe is just so big where bro it's don't not, end. yeah it's not out of the range of possibility do you know what the universe is like it's so big that they say that there's like another you out there yeah, I've heard this. It's like endless possibilities. And they're, and they're doing like the same exact thing just that like you're doing. Once, like you're Italian instead of Greek. Yeah. Like it's that slight of a difference. That's how many is out there. So who's to say that there's not a fucking other... What makes us so special that we have life here? You know? What, it didn't happen anywhere else? Yeah, man. It's really interesting, right? And And so many people have these stories. Bro, there was one time we're in Connecticut and... At uh, Espo and Frankie's summer house, and we're like on the dock, and we're just like laying down, like looking up into the stars. And I don't know, we were like a lot of beers in, also. But I remember just like looking up, dude, and you see like this like thing in the sky, right? And and you're thinking it's like one of those jets because it's like really late at night. It's like maybe like three in the morning. You're looking, you're looking, you're looking. And I remember just me and Joe laying down there, and uh, Danny was with us too. And we're just like all looking up, and we're like, be it, we're talking about some dumb shit. Fuck knows what we were talking about, but we're looking up, we're looking up, and yo, Dill, I swear to God. It just disappears. And we all just go, yo, did you see what the fuck? Bro, now, what yo, was that? Dude, it knocked me sober. Did it really? It sobered me up. Wow. It I envy you for up. seeing something like that because I never saw something and like that. And we're like, yo, what the fuck? What is like? Who knows what that was? See, now I have a hot take here. Okay. And people might think I'm fucking crazy. <laughs> um, Are you I, super crazy? Super crazy. So, <laughs> so um, I feel like... What we see, like the ships that we... All right, well, which hot take do you want first? A or B? Which one is hotter? They're both fucking on fire. I need to fucking take my shirt off. Oh, damn. You got to open a window in here. Damn. Give me, give me the one that's less hot, in your opinion. I want, I, want the, I want the main event last. Damn. All right. I want Stone Cold Rock WrestleMania 17 where okay. it turns heel. I feel, all right. This is how... All right. So I feel like what we see might be time travelers in the sky. Is that fucked up? Elaborate a little bit. Okay. Um. It's hard. All right. It's hard for uh. Look at us. Let's look at us here. Okay. 
we don't have the technology to um to do whatever the fuck these ships are doing, right? And um the government is finally saying like, "All right, we see these things. Like it's it's out there finally." So it's something. I still think that well, based on our technology, I still think that it's so hard to be able to travel so far cuz God only knows where these things are coming from, right? Um maybe they figured out like if if they are traveling this far, they figured out some sort of time to bend time warping, right? Which is true. They figured it out. In, a, in, in order for them to get there to, from this place to this place, could they see here? Yeah. All right, so this is their planet. This is our planet, right? This is the ship. The space here um, in between, say it's like 100 million light years. It would take that long to get here. They figured out a way to, to bend what's ever here and, and like... Like get closer. That's they. That's what they figured out how to do, and that's fucking insane within itself, right? Then that's that, that's what they figured out how to do. Yo, right now you look like an evil scientist with the glasses <laughs> and the way you're just operating. <laughs> so that's what they figured out how to do, according to our knowledge. They don't have engines in their in their ships. Whenever people say they see them, there's no jet. There's no like propulsion. There's nothing. It's all like uh, it's all like uh, like. Um, anti-gravity. That's what it is. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting super scientific here now. Yeah, I really know this stuff. I hate science, by the way. Okay, you ever hear black um, dark matter? No. Okay, you know how we have matter? Yeah. Um, that's only a little bit of what's around us. It's most of it is dark matter, and we don't know what that is yet, really. And it's most of the space around us, outer space, is dark matter, and we don't understand that. Once we do, is when like you see crazy shit, like, like time tra- like crazy shit once we figure out what that is um and we feel like they figured it out in order to do all this propulsion stuff because they're traveling zero to 100 stopping on a dime like no rocket fuel could make help make you do that you know so now think of this if they're able to do that and figure out this time trial time travel then who's to say it's not us in the future coming back and looking you get what i'm saying and then that just blew my mind coming back Cause it's so like it's so hard to be able to figure that figure out how to do that. I feel like it could be us in the future. It don't sound so crazy now, right? No, I. Bro, they're traveling like it's not. It's like these these objects are moving without like modern knowledge. Like it's not. There's no force moving it. There's nothing pushing it. It's just. It's like that sounds like time. It sounds like you're ripping through time, like fabric of space and. You're shredding right through it. Yo, you, you know the other hot take that you have also? Like, you have it. In your I have head? it. Okay, I could, okay. Can I can keep going. No, no, but can you just save that for a second? I'll save I, it. I want to ask you a fun question now. Okay. What athlete would you pick to say he's an alien? Fuck. Uh, Bo Jackson. Oh. Bo Jackson is probably an alien. Yo, that's a good one. Bro, dude is fucking snapping bats over his head, his leg. <laughs> yo, even when he struck out, it was still like impressive. Like, yo, he fucking broke the bat over his leg. Like, what the fuck? Yo, he had a bat over his head. And then he'll run for like 200 yards. And then when, yo, when he made that, runs, yo, when he yeah, made that catch and like ran. ran the, yeah. Bro. Dude. That's an alien. Like, I don't, I never seen that before. That's a fucking good one. I yeah. was going to say Giannis. 
Yeah, like he's seven foot six eleven. What is he? And he's fucking the way he moves and his length, like that's crazy, yeah. But bro. I feel like those I've guys, seen him go from free throw line to free throw line in three steps. Yo, it looks like he. <laughs> yo, it looks like he travels every time because really? he'll start at the top at the three point line. And he'll get on the rim. I'm like, I'm like, he didn't put the ball on the floor once. Yeah, like what the fuck? Or he'll have one dribble throughout that. Old and I'm like, what? But yeah, he might be one too. Like guys like that, it's weird. But bro, it could. Yo, if you. Aliens come down, and you got to, you got to pick one guy, to to fight him. Yeah, yeah, to fight it. Who are you picking? And and yeah, I can. You can even go like you could. You could pick the fighter in their apex. Like you don't. You don't got to give me like Adesanya now. You could give me Prime Mike Tyson. Um, out of I would go Prime Mike, but I'm not gonna just out of sheer unpredictability. Like we don't know how they're gonna fight. So I'm going to go with, like, John Jones, maybe. A prime John Jones. He's got the length. He's got, he's got, he's got a good mix of everything. His grappling is strong. Um, I feel like he has a strong base. Lengthy. Good stand-up. If I, if I don't know what's coming at me, I want to be John Jones. Yeah, I'm going to go with Johnny Bones. I'm going to give you a mad legendary one. Are you going to say this, fucking this gonna be Walker, so- Texas Ranger? <laughs> someone fucking... This is going to be so stupid. Are you ready? Go ahead. Nate Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he's so like. Why? He's he can take a, a punch. He's going to take nah, a beating. He's, <laughs> he's, he's mad like legendary, bro. Yo. He'll like he'll like lay down like his brother did in the fight. He'll like slap the alien. Yo. Like what, bitch? If he's stalking what slap the alien. Sta- yo, bro. the alien's going to be rattled. He's going to be like, yo, he's not what even afraid of me. What the fuck is that? Yo. He'll like go up to him like, what, bitch? That's well, with pretty, the Diaz brothers, baby. Bro, that's My cousins, legendary. the MMA cousins. They'll get them high. They won't even fight. Yeah, They'll yeah. Be in Compton, They'll be in Compton chilling. They'll get them chopped and then before you know it. <laughs> They'll be in Compton. Fucking crazy. Yo, who would you say in um, in hockey is an alien? Who's like Matt? Yo, because you know you know what you put me on to, bro? When we went and saw McDavid that one time, when I got tickets and we saw the Oilers. McDavid might be an alien. You just turned to me and you're like, yo, he's different. I've never seen anybody like do, like I've seen guys do what McDavid does, but I've never seen them do it at the pace he does it. Like he'll like he's he's like getting faster while control. Like it's so weird, bro. He's picking up speed, crossing over. Like oh my hockey heads know about that. If, if he's like crossing over his legs and he's still picking up speed, it's so like defensemen like they'll like give him room so they don't get beat, mm-hmm. and he'll still get and he'll still get like. Usually you'll give a guy room so you don't get beat and you try to get in front of the shot, mm. you know? But he'll still get he, – he'll cross his legs. He'll cross over to get an angle and still pick up speed. and be, It's the strangest thing I've ever seen. And he's still, like, dangling at the same time. It's so weird to watch. It's, 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 it's amazing to see. Damn, it might be him. Yeah. yeah, dude. I remember when we went and saw him. You put me on to him. It looks different. Like, when he do, yeah. does it, it looks different. It looks like it's on fast forward. So give me give me your other crazy take that you have about this. All right. Um, my other crazy take. I have a few crazy takes. I'm a conspiracy guy. Um, my other take is I think before we see the real aliens, we see the fake aliens. <laughs> Yo, dude. Right now you're probably like, what the fuck? No, no, no. Uh, I'm laughing because we've had this discussion and you sent me the article where it was something along the lines of like, um, like the government is going to set up. But what was it exactly? Listen. I'm, this is coming from me because at first, all I you I hope you have conspiracy people that that watch this, bro. There's a lot of people that are because I'm gonna con- mention Project Blue Book and the Majestic <laughs> Twelve, and they all know that right now they're probably like, yeah, get them, Dill. 
Get him. Eat him, dude. Yeah, so... um, Sick him, Butch. We got to tell Sick him, Butch before we're gonna we finish. We're going to tell a good Sick him, Butch. Um, <laughs> so, all right. And I always thought this was utter bullshit. Utter bullshit. I would be like, get the fuck out of here. But I came to my own realization one day. So the story is, um, in order for the government to push their next agenda or whatever it is they got to do, uh, you know, they say people, you know, like we have wars for another reason, mm-hmm. like the oil, this, that, this. But then there's like the real reason as to why they're actually there's going, really which they thing. never tell you. Eventually, they're not going to like, I feel like now it's harder to do that. Like it's harder to go to war now. People are more against it. Mm-hmm. Right. People are becoming more woke. Right. So now what's the number one threat to everybody? It if would aliens be. were to fucking pull up in the sky, then it's like, all right, guys, like we got to get this shit together. Like we we're about to, to get clapped. Like, yeah, we have to fight. Like, yeah. So I feel like wasn't there like a, a famous quote or movie, or it might have been a president that said that like extraterrestrial. Uh, I think th- it was Reagan. Threats that said would be the one thing one that would day, bring us together. He said, yeah, one day if um, extraterrestrials were to pop up, we'd all have to be together. Something like that. I don't know the exact quote, but you're right. It did happen. And I think it was Reagan. Um, so now, if that were to happen, guess what? We got to fucking put up or shut up. You know, it's time. So I f- now think about this. A rocket ship taking off, right? I always thought that the, that whole idea was bullshit, that they were trying to flush a fake agenda. But a rocket ship taking off. You picture a rocket ship, right? Mm. The fire and shit. SpaceX. Rocket ships don't look like rocket ships no more, right? It's like a blue fucking thing in the sky, fucking swirls. Do you know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. No. Okay. Search. It, it looks nothing like a rocket ship. If you search the new ones, and I'm like, wh- and I'm like, where the fuck did rock? Like, when did rockets start to look like that? They look like UFOs. You see like a big cloud in the sky with like blue and like a spy. It, it don't look like a rocket. Taking well, off yeah, no more. Yeah. So I feel like maybe that secretly is like them like testing something different. Like maybe this is like, all right, when we do the alien invasion, we're going to put this fucking spiral in the sky. And if you look in the sky and see that, you're going to, what's the first thing you're going to assume? Yeah. UFOs and aliens. That's, that's when I started to wake up on this. And it's a conspiracy, you don't know, but I think that before we see the real ones, we're going to have the fake alien invasion. And uh, that's fucking creepy, isn't it? You know, fight a fake alien invasion. Yeah, I mean the way people are gonna react, it might as well be a real one. Bro, when Con Edison blew up, yo, yeah. I was telling my family don't go out there. It might be radiation. <laughs> like I, we, listen, listen. I was telling. I swear to God, it was. You didn't think it was a Martian? It was. Out listen, too? it was eight forty-five at night, right around that time. It was pitch black. It was. In yo, the did this? Did this thing become like a national headline? Like, will people in like Miami know about this thing that happened? They might. Because, um, like, yo, this happened in our hometown. Con Edison is the big power plant over yeah. here. and It's the power plant in, of New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, like some shit blew up. Yeah, like a transmitter and, or some and shit like, blew up. Yeah, and, yo, the whole sky. Was, like, blue-green. Yeah, and it was daytime. It went from 845 a night in the winter, pitch black, to daytime. It was crazy. Like, all my lights went off, and it, the, the sun just came out. It was the weirdest thing to experience. I got to look. We could definitely find this clip, but I have to so, so I can attach this to a tweet so people have an idea what we're talking about. And I was the first thing that came on my mind was, they're finally here. Like, holy fucking shit. One to ten. Ten being the Rangers winning a Stanley Cup. How hyped were you that you thought aliens were here? Listen, I, I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I was, I was scared. Because if they could get here, they could fuck us up. You know what I'm saying? If they have the technology to get here, 
we're like ants on a fuck on the floor. Like they could fuck us up. So I was scared. So it's blue outside and like my family's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh let's go out there. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, we gotta we got a plan. What are we gonna do? We gotta stay inside. I gotta call my grandfather. I gotta and they're like, yo, are you okay? I'm like, bro, they're here. Like it's I think it's happening. I really thought it was happening. In my mind, aliens were here. Like you have to process that. I thought aliens were here. Imagine you thinking aliens are here. Like it's a scary fucking thing to process. I thought they were here. What other, uh, what would you say? Do you have any sports conspiracies you believe in? Um, or that you think are like, like the, the most famous one I think you, you would say is, not you would say, but people always talk about is the New York Knicks, the frozen envelope. I right? believe that. Kind of makes sense. Listen, people, uh, people try to debunk it and they're like, oh, if you freeze the envelope and you put it, you won't, you won't feel it. Uh, you'd feel a frozen. It's in the freezer. You'll feel it. Yeah. I, I feel like that happened. Yeah, that's when Patrick Ewing went to the Knicks and the Knicks won the lottery. They needed somebody. Do you buy the, uh, I don't even want to call it a narrative, but the idea of, oh, the league doesn't want this team in the finals because it's a small market. And like, you believe in that stuff. Yeah, 100% I believe it. Well, I mean, it's common sense. I don't think the games are rigged. But I think that they have who they want to win. Of course they have who they like if you're if you're hockey, right, you would always probably want a Canadian team and like the Rangers or uh the any original six. Yeah, you like you want good. like legacy, Bro, right? The Rangers you want had the, no business winning the draft lottery this year. Zero business, and we won it. I mean we're the right we're, we're, we're the Rangers, we're New York. May, mm. maybe. I, I it's it I, I agree. It you know the bigger markets. So what what would you say is uh, is a sports conspiracy that you believe in? Um, I like the Knicks one. I love the MJ one. Which one is this? Um, the gamp why he left. Oh. Um, you know it how? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He was a huge gambler, and yeah. they said that he was really suspended, and they said, "Listen, go away for a year, and we'll say uh, you retired." Um, I watched a video, a famous mo- mo- ex mobster. I don't know if you saw it. I forget his name. I think his name's like Michael Lucchese or something like that. He did a Vlad TV interview. And this guy was was connected. He was a big mob guy. And um, all of his people knew like, all right, Jordan's in deep with this stuff. And um, it was a known thing. You know the guy that died? His Jordan's name was in his briefcase. They found him. No, no. Wait, what guy died? What are you talking about? I forget the guy's name. A mafia guy died and he had a briefcase. And um, it had a bunch of names. He was, I guess, a bookie or whatever. And Jordan was Jordan's name was in it. He owed money. I mean, also when we, because I had you on for the last dance, also like that documentary series was fucking fantastic. But yeah. it also showed like you can't tell the Michael Jordan story without saying that like this guy was a degenerate. Like, yeah. He was gambling with the fucking with the ushers and yeah. shit. Like, and um, another conspiracy is his dad was killed because of this. The gambling debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, it sounds like that was found on the side of a road, like. It's, yeah, it, man. It, one plus one equals two. Yeah. You know? You know, I wouldn't call it a conspiracy necessarily, but Maradona, when the story of Maradona, he just passed away a couple of weeks ago. But Maradona, he went to Napoli, which for you to understand how big that was, that he won a league with them. Imagine, bro, if... Imagine the MLS, right? was the best league in the world. Mm-hmm. 
and the New York Red Bulls were a perennial. They'd finish 17th out of 20th. And all of a sudden, they somehow bring prime Messi over here. How do they do that, number one? Do they have are they like they have money to There was like that? a lot of mafia ties okay. to, to Napoli over there. So it's there. shady already. It's shady already, yeah. And I mean the first press conference that Maradona, the the president of Napoli does, they ask him about like the Conforto or Con- Confante family, whatever they were called. And the president is like, I'm offended by this. We did so much. The club did so much and the city did so much to bring Maradona. And that's the first question. He's like, no, no, you're you're uh, ejected out of here. I don't want uh-huh. you in here. It's like it kind of stung because there's some truth to that too, yeah. right? When you react in that way, it's like there's some truth yeah. to that too. So like imagine Messi coming over to the Red Bulls and like mind you now, I'm painting the picture that the MLS is the best league in the world right now. Everyone wants to be in the MLS because at the time in the early 80s, mid-80s, when Maradona was there, like the Serie A was like the league, like yeah. what the English Premier League is now. What's that's Serie what it was, was back then. And then like Messi comes to the Red Bulls. The first year they finish eighth. Second year they win the league. Really? Third year they win the league. Then they win the fucking Champions League version at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, this guy's like a godlike figure. And then eventually, like you fast forward 1990, they play the World Cup in Italy. Argentina is playing in Italy is the World Cup, right? They're the host nation. Argentina is the defending champion. Italy plays Argentina in the is semifinal. That one Baggi- no, that's not Baggio, right? That's 1994. Okay. But Italy plays Argentina in the semifinals. Dil, do you know where that game was played in? Napoli. Maradona comes out and goes, I think the people of Naples, I've just given them seven years. I've been here for seven years. They should be rooting for my people. And he caused a fucking uproar in the whole country. And people were like, yo, fuck that. Fuck the people from Napoli. Fuck Naples. Fuck mm-hmm. all those guys down there. They were already considered like the bottom feeders of Italy. Like the way that doc- yo, that documentary, bro, on HBO, I Diego. I was going to have the director on, but he got caught up with something because like he's been asked around because like Maradona it's just passed tra- away. Yeah. So, but uh, I just dropped a dope ass podcast with my guy, Brandon Kelly from Always Cheating. And we talk about this, but he fucking... Maradona says that and the people of Naples were always looked down on as like the like third class citizens of Italy and they go over there and they show him bro and then the national anthem for Argentina and he's just like fuck these motherfuckers they're booing me like they were booing like people in Naples were booing he's like fuck that and then they end up beating Italy and then that's when the like corruption and the conspiracy started of like his own people were turning on Uh him. So, like, there's a sports conspiracy with Maradona, how, like, he wanted out of Italy, but they kept him because, like, they knew he was a cokehead, tax evasion, the pregnancy and shit. It's mm-hmm. so, like, that's, like, a big one on, like, a global stage. That's actually interesting. I got to watch that, uh, what's it called, Diego? Diego, yeah. Um, Another one that I, I, I didn't know this previously, Um, Pete Rose. You know how he was doing the whole gambling thing? Mm-hmm. And he was uh, banned from baseball? Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was... Uh, under the table, there was um, a, an agreement that they let him back in. But the commissioner at the time, I forget his name, he died. Bud Selig, I think. Right? No, somebody else. It was, I think it was before him. Um, they had an agreement. He died, and when the new commissioner took over, it wasn't with that commissioner, and the rest is history. Oh, and what was... Right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, So he died with that... With yeah, that yeah, um, yeah. P. Rose was crazy because he... He said he never bet against his team to lose. So what's the issue? You bet on your team, you figure you play harder. 
Exactly, right? Like Mayweather is adamant about he would bet on himself in fights. I don't know what the issue is. It's so weird. I guess they just wanted to Because I, I get it. I get it if like say me and you were to fight and you're a minus 3000 favorite and I'm like a 15 to 1 underdog, meaning 100 bucks wins me $1500. And then you let me knock you out. Like, yo, I'm 15 to 1. Like, yeah. did Dill bet on me? Like, well, that uh, that I could see because you're fucking like, yeah, you. what if you put $2 million on me and you fucking won $30 million? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, um, was it Muhammad Ali and um, Sonny Listening? They said that was um, a rigged fight, too, at the time. Um, it was called, like, the Phantom Punch, where I think it had something to do with Mafia. They wanted to listen to lose. So he, uh, fa- he, he, do- he, Took a dive. It was like the the Phantom Punch. That's another one. There's one with um. There's a big football one too. Oh, can I, I have one? I have a um a hockey one. There's not many hockey ones. Um, when Sidney Crosby was drafted, um, the year was 2004, 2005. The Pittsburgh Penguins were in shambles. Um, they were gonna leave Pittsburgh. They were planning on going to Kansas City, and um, they were lowest in attendance. They were horribly tanking. Mario Lemieux at the time was part owner of the team. And um, they said, you know, he has a lot of ties. He's Mario Lemieux. And they said that the draft was rigged so the Penguins would um, would win Cros- the Sidney Crosby sweepstakes in that year's draft. And he saved the franchise. Before that, hockey fans know, the Penguins were terrible, like a joke. They were going to leave. It was, it was horrible. And Crosby single-handedly saved the team. Damn, that's a crazy one. I didn't know that it was that bad for them. Yeah, they were. They were. Uh, was they were Malkin taken after them or before? I think he was taken after the year after. They were. They got Crosby. They weren't good then. They got another good pick. Crosby was good, but he didn't elevate the team. Right. Yeah. Of course, you can't have that one guy. Year, just and yeah. Man, you always hear about these like conspiracies. I, I the the biggest one. I mean, it's not really a conspiracy because it actually happened. Like Tim Donahue, right? The NBA ref. Oh man. That fucking was like betting on games. You see, that was. I always felt like the the biggest stigma about like betting is that oh uh, athletes are gonna throw games. It's like no, like you can't go up to LeBron James and be like, "Hey man, here's a duffel bag, uh, lose this game." He'd be like, "Bro, I'm worth a billion fucking." They already dollars. have like, the money. Yeah, where there is corruption is like the Boston College 1980s, mm-hmm. right? Like kids in college when you're a college student bro like even now you hear some of these horror stories where these kids are fucking they're not getting paid in college and like me and you are bookies and we go up to the point guard of fucking hofstra yeah and we're like yo listen you guys are seven point favorites fucking uh you know what win by four tonight and it makes sense here's here's twenty thousand dollars you're a kid yo you're fucking 19 college bro i'm gonna be 30 you throw me twenty thousand dollars I might do some wild stuff. I'm not going to be proud of it, <laughs> but I'm going to do something crazy. Nah, I get it. But think about it, dude. Like back then too, it wasn't as nationally televised. You were able to get away with it because it's it's like Hofstra and Boston College. So yeah. point shaving was a big thing. So that's where I think like that was a big, and that wasn't really a conspiracy, but it was something that legitimately happened with that referee. And from a like a corruption standpoint, I could see how that was a big one. It's big. It's it, it tarnishes like the integrity of of the whole sport. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's why leagues were so against it for so long. Bro, and imagine Sacramento in that series. Like history is like completely oh, yeah. rewritten. You know. Yeah. 
what would you say as a sports fan is the biggest what if in in any sport that you've experienced? Like, if this guy didn't get hurt, all of this wouldn't have happened. Or if this shot doesn't go in, or if that tackle isn't like, what would you say? Um, the big I th- I feel like the biggest what if is uh, if the Blazers took Jordan. Wow. Yeah. That's the biggest what if, right? Because that's a whole. That's the that's the the god of basketball. Is it the same way? It's a whole era changed. It's the whole. Do you think he's that lit if he's in Portland? Because uh, like Chicago's a it's a it's a well Chicago Chicago is like a, a shitty organization. They before. were they were, but Chicago is a is like a bigger market. Like Chicago is a it's like you always hear like New York, L.A., yeah. Miami. Chicago's in that. Yeah. There might be tiers. Like yeah. it's obviously it's 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 L.A. New York and New York, yeah. and then there's like you got like Boston, Miami, uh, Dallas, and then yeah. like Chicago's in that mix is what I was saying. Um, that's tough. Well, think of Dame, right? Would Dame be a bigger star if he played somewhere else? Yeah, Dame. Dame yeah, Dame needs. To I mean, leave. Dame is already a big ass. He's a star, but he needs to leave. He's not. He's never gonna win one in Portland. Yeah. So I mean, but he's like he's one of those. Dame is one of those dudes where he's one of those loyal dudes. Yeah. So like, what would you do if you were an athlete? Would I stay, or were you asking if I'd be loyal or if I'd chase put, the ring? Put yourself in Dame's shoes right now. Dame okay. is twenty nine, thirty years old. All right. So how long is the NBA rookie contract? Give or take. You're there four years, right? Four years, and then a player option. A guy like Dame, the player option gets picked up. So you're there five years. Okay, five years. So. Coming out the gate, Dame was nice. Now, yeah. Am I nice like Dame? Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, you. I want you to put yourself in Damian Lillard's shoes. You've had his exact career. All right. You have you have those five years to show me that we got like, you could get me something. All right. Because you can't win by yourself in basketball anymore. No People say, oh, that's a big thing nowadays. Oh, he, you know, he, these guys looking for help. This guy needs another All Star. You don't win by yourself no more. Right. Mm. You would agree. You don't. No, yeah, you don't. You can't be a star alone. So I, I would tell them, listen, this is my deal that you have here, five years, show me something. If you show me something, you get another year or two. But after that, like, I got to win. That's why I found Dame it. Dame should have been gone already. That's why I found it so fucking ridiculous that people were outraged about LeBron when he left Cleveland. Listen, the thing with LeBron is I don't fault him for, I mean, he kind of, he he didn't start the trend. I guess Boston started the trend of the whole super team thing. I don't think that's fair because Boston they traded for those guys. Did they? They traded for both of them. They traded for both. Okay. Um. Or or like I think Garnett signed, but they knew that they were gonna make the trade for Ray Allen. It was something like that. But yeah. those guys didn't have the whole extravaganza of a party and that shit was when like it started. LeBron started it. LeBron started the whole like, yo, we're gonna be free agents. We're clearly gonna tamper at NBA All Star Weekend, yeah. which they say is like the apex of fucking tampering because yeah. everyone's chilling there, going out and shit, drinking, yeah. partying. Um. Well, please, if I what I think about LeBron, what do you think about like a guy like LeBron or a guy like Dame? Right, like LeBron gave Cleveland that first run seven years, and the best thing they gave him was Larry Hughes. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah. So if I he give you... He had every right to leave. Exactly. If I give you seven years, bro, like, at that point, and you give me Larry Hughes... It's it's weird, because you look at... It, that's four people that are never they, coming on the podcast. No. So. Yo, Larry Hughes, <laughs> you could fucking take one, too. Listen, now... 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> nah, listen. Um, he kind of did them right. He, I mean, he did. He didn't do them right. He did them wrong because you're LeBron. They could have at least traded you. I feel like you owe it to a franchise to at least say that. I know it must have sucked your hometown. You don't want to say I'm leaving you guys. Bro, you're LeBron. They could have got something for you. You know? That's that's what he did wrong. So you prefer the Melo approach? Cause Asking like, for a trade. Melo asked to trade, and he told Denver, like, yo, I'm not re-signing with you. He did nothing wrong there. Yo, you know, I think Melo, Melo's career has kind of turned again in his favor. How would you say? Melo was kind of a, a cast-off and a guy who a lot of people disliked because of how he went about like that trade and leaving. But then like hindsight is twenty twenty, and you look at it like guys like Durant up and left. Yeah. He went to Golden State, didn't tell Oklahoma City that he was you know, like, yo, I want to be out. I heard apparently he said that he was going to stay to some, some of the players. Yeah, dude. That's why there was so much beef between him and Russ. Yeah, it's bad. He handled that horribly. Terribly, yeah, for sure. Um, So, going back to that, how I posed that question to you, Damian Lillard, you're a guy like Dame, right? You're you're seven, eight years in the league, and you you kind of, you've seen your ceiling, bro. Like, you've seen that, at best, you can make a Western Conference Finals, but that's about it. Yeah. That's about it. So, like, what do you, what do, you do at that point? Do you want to, are you a guy that would want to, chase the dough you want to chase a championship like how would how would dylan go about it if i'm dame i i feel like you don't need to chase the dough um i'm 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 an ultimatum guy right i like to i like to um if i'm a portland i tell him listen we're not winning like this all right is what we i is what i feel like we should do and if we can't do it i'm not sticking around so i'm a big ultimatum guy i'm gonna let them know what i think we should do to win but he, I feel like that should have happened already. They're not, they're not winning. LeBron's in the West. They're not winning. I feel like he knows it. Like he probably, he's not dumb. He probably knows it. Yeah, and also like you look at the West, right? You got Denver. Oh, there are teams that are getting better too. Yeah, like you guys were good because of you, but you have Denver. You have Dallas might be great like that. Phoenix might. I mean, I don't know. Phoenix is definitely going to be in the discussion. You yeah, have the teams Clippers. That are getting... The Clippers are still. You know, I know some people yeah. are off the Clippers, but they got they got Kawhi still, and I think that's a big ass. They got better. The Clippers got better. They got um, Ibaka. Like you're probably going to be worse this year. Who do they get? The Blazers. They got like Robert Covington. He's not bad. He's not a bad. Player. No, he's not. He's not. But like, it's. I'm kind of with you, man. I feel as if, bro, if I give you seven, eight years. And you can't put pieces around me. Yeah. I didn't ask for a trade after I got there. You know, like like Westbrook gets traded to the Rockets, and then he wants out immediately. I don't think CJ McCollum is a good second guy. I think he's a great third guy. He's the most like popular trade piece on like NBA Twitter. Yeah. He's always the guy that. He's a very polarizing player. I like CJ McCollum. He, he, no, he's a great. He, but I don't think he's good enough to be your second guy on the championship team. I think I he's a great third, that. a great third guy. Yeah. Not good enough to be second. It's weird because I think some people would be a little hesitant to hear that because of how dynamic that backcourt is. So you think of that backcourt, and you might be like, "Oh, that backcourt is that whole team." It is the no, it is the whole. It, team. Is, it is, yeah, yeah. But look at it; it's the whole team, and what do they do? Yeah, they lose every year. How do you feel about dudes that just like sign these contracts and then they want out, bro? I mean, I, I, it is a terrible one to ask you. Since <laughs> you're fucking. Well, 
Dylan is a Nets fan, so you've probably uh, benefited with that the most. Um, I mean, it de- it depends on the situation, I guess. Uh, I can't I can't knock my guys. I'm 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 a huge Kyrie guy. I mean, I'll defend Kyrie every day of the year. Um, it depends, bro. Yeah, if you and Kyrie ever linked up, I think you guys would be best friends. I feel like we're we're alike, kinda. Cause you start if you just turn to him like, "Yo, bro, I'm with you on the flat Earth shit." Even if you're not, bro, just like you listen, captivate him, and then you'll start talking aliens. <laughs> I hope he, bl- Kyrie. Listen, I'm not gonna, Kyrie. I love you, bro. You can come on this podcast, man. <laughs> you just need to stay happy, bro. You know, all right. Listen, um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever be happy. Um, like let's talk about James Harden, right? Right. I feel like he's a special, uh, special example because. The whole game is played through him on Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't blame it on anybody else. You know? So that man basically runs the whole show, the whole team. They're not going to win. But I feel like it's kind of his fault in a way. So I think he might be wrong for wanting out. Even though he wants to go to the Nets. I love him on the Nets, but actually I don't know if I'd love him on the Nets. I Because he's, he's the main guy that wants out right now. Yeah, okay. Here's the thing about James Harden, and I was thinking about this the other day. When these reports, the whole game is played through him. Everything is played through him. At what point, bro, is it you, dude? Okay, hold up. Here's an, I have something good to counter. That. Okay. They would have made the finals. What was it? The year of Chris Paul and he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. They would have. The Golden State beat them. Yeah. That's not his fault. It's not his fault. Yeah. They would have made that. That was a good team. That was. And I feel like as I've gotten older as a sports fan, the one thing that I've been able to comprehend and understand more is like if me and you are the best two players on our team and we're like a perennial contender, bro, if I get hurt, that's that shouldn't be a black eye. You're like, yo, man, my guy got hurt. Like, how do we fault LeBron James for taking Della Dova as your number two guy bro. the year that like Kyrie and Love got hurt? Like we're, we're holding that 2015 series. What, he, went two, he won uh, two games that series. Yeah, right? they, they lost 4-2 to the Warriors. But like Della Dover, remember he got rushed to the ER because he was fucking dehydrated. He never yeah. played like 23. Played like 26 minutes. It was a career high. <laughs> and he, was he, he needed an IV. LeBron's out there. He's playing 49 40, to 48 yeah. <laughs> minutes. He's playing more minutes than the game was. And he fucking, he's uh-huh. fine. But like, yo, at what point, dude? Listen, you're my guy. I love you. You're one of my close friends. But if you fucking got married and divorced four times. Maybe it's you. I'd be like, yo, Dill, you know what, man? Maybe maybe it's you. He's wow. ran through Chris Paul, Westbrook, Dwight Howard, two coaches, two GMs. All right. Well, okay. Think and about I'm it. And I'm a big James Harden guy. I had financial investments on him to fucking win that MVP this that year. And I, I'm going to die on this hill. They he should have been the MVP. He should have been the MVP because... If you watch the MVP voting the year after and the year after that, you know who averages triple-double those next two seasons? Russell Westbrook. And every single year, he was dropping in the MVP voting. But yeah. what happened? It's a, it's a arbitrary number. It's always been that, the triple-double. Yeah. Who has a better game, Bill? You go out and drop 13, 12, and 11, you have a triple-double. It's fancy. It's cool. It's like, oh, triple-double. Dylan Alibrandi had a triple-double. But I dropped 45, 12, and 6. Who had a better game? You did. But it's not a triple-double. You know what it is? I feel like Westbrook had it like, what, 40, like 40 straight games or something? It was he had, he had like 47 triple-doubles. I get insane, that. But bro. also, I think there was the, 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 the built-in storyline of Durant up and left. Well, I mean, that, that kind of adds to it, no? Now it's just you. Like, you're the show. You, you, For sure, yeah. 
that's that's like the pros and cons of that. But what yeah. I'm saying is like historically, the NBA MVP was a guy oh. who was on a top four yeah. seed in your conference, top three even, and the Thunder were a six seed that year. So going back to Harden though, Chris Paul, Westbrook, Dwight Howard. Um, Dwight wasn't Dwight though. I know he wasn't Dwight. I know it wasn't Dwight. But two head coaches, Mikhail and D'Antoni, yeah. two GMs. Like, at what point do you got to just be like, yo, you know what? It, it might be Harden, bro. Because, again, like, dude, you're my guy. But if you get divorced four times, I'll be like, yo, Dill, you know what? It might not be, it might not be fucking Crystal. It's, it's fucking Dylan this time. <laughs> um, in, in Harden's defense, he's played good teams. He lost to the Warriors. Well, that's, that's, that's one thing that oh, I he, think. He played against the best team, like one of the best teams ever. Like, that whole team was his his rockets yeah it's the old bill belichick tom brady thing right it's like oh you can't or even nick saban in in alabama it's like well you can't beat nick saban it's like yeah you know what no one can exactly so i mean to his defense and and um what was i gonna say um he didn't he never like choked really he's got like he's been deep in the playoffs nah he's had some no shows bro it's been one one and done, one round? No, not one round, but like he's had like to say he's never choked, I think that's being very fair to him. I, I consider a choke like you're one and done. What do you have? A few bad games? I'm talking about like all right, so when I think of a choke job, I think of I think of what happened. It's weird because I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite here because what in that series against No no no. I'm gonna say like this past this past NBA bubble. Clippers Nuggets that game seven Kawhi had like ten points, he played awful. Bro, they were they were up three one, weren't they? Yeah, they were that's up three one. That's that's a choke. But like in that game, right? Like Paul George and him shit the bed. Yeah. But I'm the type of dude who I gave Kawhi Leonard more leeway, more of a leash because I've seen him get it done before. He's won before. Where like Paul George, like he's had time and time again. Like yo, if you ever go on like NBA Reference, watch his playoff resume from like 2015 on when like he really became Paul George because those early years. Those like battles with LeBron, it's like Danny Granger still on that team, Roy yeah. Hibbert. It's like a little fucked up situation there. But when he became like PG thirteen or PG twenty four at the time, you're looking. It's like yo, he just dropped thirty six, yeah, and then the next game he went fucking three of eighteen. Yeah, there's a lot of those. So that's a choke job to me. Okay, um, I can't argue that, but but I don't know. I just feel like if you make if you make a lengthy playoff run year after year, and you're losing to like most of the time, you lost to good teams. Like championship, yeah. You lost to all time teams, yeah. So I mean, I can't really fault him for, for that. Um, I don't think it's his fault entirely, bro. West, like Westbrook's never won. Chris Paul's never won. Dwight Howard wasn't Dwight Howard. They gave him Jeremy Lin, didn't they? At one at one point. Yeah. (laughs) Like, come on. It's not really. And bro, they played without a real center. That whole the whole, they were playing small ball the whole game. They didn't have a real center. Yeah, I just think that at some point you need to look at yourself in the mirror when that's a, when it happens so consistently. If like it happens consistently for the reason that like he just needs a better team around him, but then again, it, the game's being run through him anyway, so I don't know. It's iffy. It's slippery with him. You know, he's what he's a top five player in the league, maybe. Yeah, I think that's right? fair. Yeah, I don't. I don't think if you say that, people are gonna be like, "Nah, man, you're crazy for putting him there." Like, I think if he's if like he's if you say, one he, to he ten, five, like, like, yeah, like, for you know? sure. Yeah, I would so, agree with you. How do you feel about where the Nets are at, man? The Nets are making some noise, and that's got some pieces. I, I, let me tell you something. I love it. I'm scared, but I fucking love it. Dylan's been a Nets fan since 
fucking Jersey days. Listen, I, we've never been we've never been where we're at now. Okay, we've never been where we're at now. Um, I'm scared. Um, I know Kyrie is a fucking maniac. The guy, did you see what he did today? No, what happened? He took like a. He's not. I don't think he's speaking to the media at all, the whole year. It's like a media blackout. Basically, what he says in a nice way, he said, "Oh, uh, I know COVID's going on. Um, I hope everybody's better. I, I pray for everybody." I'm here to help my teammates, but I'm not speaking to anybody. Fuck you. In like a nice way. So God only knows when we're going to hear from him again. I think we're uh, a piece away from being a championship. Cont- I, we, I think we could contend now. Are you worried at all about Durant? No, I'm not. I've, I've heard enough. I think like his explosiveness was never his game, really. His length is shooting. Yeah. I feel like that's his game. I agree with you. When he first got hurt, it's a it's probably they say that an Achilles is worse than an ACL. Yeah, I it might it might be. So but his game was not he's not John Wall Blake Griffin. Exactly. Where it's like explosiveness. And also like he could shoot. So I feel like if you could shoot, you can you'll be on a he'll be on a roster for the next seven years. Like yeah. for sure. Like yeah. even if and you gotta remember, man, this is a guy who you can make a strong case was probably like he might have been the best player in the, the league. Best player in the world, yeah. So even if he comes back and he's 80% of that, he's still probably a all NBA guy. Yeah, yeah, for you know, sure. So I think like his size, his length, his weight, like he's not a guy who carries a lot of extra weight. He's a shooter. And also, dude, he's had like what, two years now to recover from this? Or like almost. a year and a half? Yeah, a year like and a half. year and a half. So he wasn't rushed back. And I think I think Durant is gonna come back and be the same dude. I, I, I hope he is. Um, me being the fan I am, I looked a lot into his injury, and uh, it's not on his, uh, like when you go to dunk, you jump off a leg. It's not on the leg that he would jump off of, which they say is big. So and, he's a righty, so it would be his left leg. And hand, they say leg. When, when you tear your Achilles higher, it's uh, much easier to recover from due to blood flow, and apparently his is pretty high. So, Huh. That's the doctor, you know. Doctor Dylan coming. Yeah, out. I had to come in and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But besides that, uh, I feel like we're like a power forward away, and I know Durant's probably playing the four, but I feel like we like uh, I don't want him to play power forward all the time. So I feel like we're a power forward away from being like really good. Are you ready for the report that Kyrie's not happy about it not being his team because it's Durant's team? I've been yo. <laughs> can Can you just tell people the running joke that we have about? Yeah, it, uh, it's it's actually it's gonna be terrible because like we kind of like make fun of Kyrie for how like just all over the place he is. But I always just hit you up like, yo, you think Kyrie's happy right Randomly, now? Randomly, I'll just be like, yo, I hope Kyrie's happy right now. <laughs> like whatever he's doing, like it won't even be a basket. It'll be like, it'll be like like March fourteenth, and I'll be like, yo, I hope Kyrie. I wonder happy what Kyrie's right doing right now. I joke around with my girlfriend. I I say I worry about Kyrie's happiness more than I worry about your happiness. Yo, you remember that one time I DM'd her? <laughs> And you guys are hanging out. I was like, yo, tell him. I was like, yo. Oh, yo, I got shook. <laughs> you were driving. You're like, yo, what are you talking I like, about? Well, I was like, wait a minute. I almost crashed my car on the so highway. So I text, I, I DM Dylan's lady. And I was like, yo, ask him if he thinks Kyrie is happy right now. And Dylan's driving. And she asks you that. And you're like, wait, where'd you see that? I read, I thought she like, read a report or something. I was like, wait a minute, hold up. But I mean, yeah, I'm worried. I'm I'm worried. He's 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 a head case. But let me tell you, the second that happens is when I call up Houston and I say, "Listen, you could have Kyrie, whatever the hell you want. Give us Harden." So you want to make that trade? 
I'm not after me, or before this. Like, well, uh, sorry, during the season or before? Well, I mean, it'd be best to make it before the season. Obviously. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know if I'd want to trade everybody for for Harden. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't trade Kyrie, but apparently you have to trade like Lavert, Dane Woody, Jared Allen. Who I'm, I like Jared Allen a lot. He's very young. You know, he's younger than um the guy the Knicks just drafted. Obi, really? Yep, that's crazy, right? He's been in the league three years. Wow, it's crazy, right? Yeah, Obi might be on the pod. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I should have said that. But anyway, he, yeah, he might be on the Should pod. I say fuck over? <laughs> nah, nah, come on, man. <laughs> I'm Dude, joking. Fuck, you're going to ruin I'm my joking. special. Listen. Um, nah, but I know someone that knows him, man. He's a, he's a pretty cool dude. I wish some like, luck and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, I hope it works out for you. Changing changing subject, even though I love the Nets, that was probably the best way to be introduced to a fan, like, a fan base introduction, the way he was introduced. Yeah, you think so? Bro, he was crying. He was in the, their first round. That was perfect. From New York. Yeah. Like, I'm not even a Knicks fan, and I was like, yo, I'm ready for this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to watch him play. I'm a, I'm a fan. Like, how could you not be a fan? Yeah. It's weird. Do you do you like guys like him coming into the league? And what I mean by that is not so much his style of play, but, like, his age. Like, he's not a— He's not the, the youngest guy. Yeah. I don't mind it. Because I feel like you get, a, you get more of an adult, bro. Like, dude, if you're fucking 18, 19 years old, and you come into the league, and yeah. they just throw you millions of dollars— you're you're, you're, you're gonna, a legend still at that age. Yeah, you're gonna act up, bro. Yeah, like I said before, I'm gonna be thirty. Someone throws me millions of dollars. Like I'm going to Vegas yeah, immediately and doing dumb things. I'm doing yeah, I'm doing stupid shit. And you're thirty. And I'm yeah, I'm thirty. Yeah. Um, so like, imagine you're fucking nineteen, bro. You yeah. just came from eating fucking ramen noodles, and now you got millions of dollars. Like yeah, you're gonna be. That's why I think the dumbest thing that people do is like, kill fucking young players for doing like dumb shit like that. Like. Bro, you're a young kid. Like, obviously, don't do anything extreme. But, like, yeah, man, you got caught drinking at a party. Like, yeah, no shit. You're fucking 20 years old. You know what it is? I always was under the impression that they understand they just don't want it to keep happening. So, like setting an, an example. example for the next one. Right. That's the only re- that's the only reasonable thing it could be. Because, you know, like, they have to deal with it at the end of the day. Yeah, and then you also don't want to create that culture in your... Exactly. Yeah. Because, like, all right, they're probably behind the closed doors. They're probably like, all right, whatever. You did it. We'll deal with it. But they don't want it to keep happening. So, but I, I can't wait to watch that guy play bad. I can't wait. It's exciting, man. It's exciting that the season is is right around the corner. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when this goes up, the season will be tipping off pretty much. So what is going up? It's probably going to go up, like, a little bit before Christmas. Maybe like the week before Christmas. The Nets' first game is December twenty second. Yeah, I think I, I saw it was like February fifteenth or fourteenth. Valentine's Day is when he goes back to Golden State for the yeah. first time. Yeah, he's gonna drop fifty on that. Yeah, fifty eight. Can't wait. Seventeen and <laughs> I six. Can't I can't. You know what it is? I can't. Like, I'm not used to this. I'm not used to great players being on on my team. So I. I, I Who's don't know. the best player you've ever rooted for? Wayne Gretzky. Ah, but come on, that wasn't. That wasn't like Gretzky of fucking the Oilers and the Kings. He was still a good player. Okay, okay, okay. I'm talking about like, yo. He was a good player still. Like, yo, for me, for me, it was. Mellow. Mellow. And I would say it's weird because they drafted him. But if you remember, I texted you this about him. Odell Beckham Jr. Okay, yes. Odell, bro. And I know they drafted him. So, like, that's just great on their part. But, dude. Yeah. That, like, 2016, 2015, 2016. Area like there was a legitimate case you could make that he was the best wide receiver in the league, and the Giants have never had a guy who was the best player at his position 
since like the 1980s when it was fucking Lawrence Taylor, yeah. who's the greatest defensive player of all time. So like to have Odell, that's probably the best player I've ever rooted for. And then like Melo, I would say. I mean, I, I could say Odell, I guess, too, but I'm going to switch it up. Um, The Rangers have had good players. Like um, it would be Lundqvist, right? Lundqvist. But again, that's like homegrown. I, yo, the first year that the Nets got Deron Williams, like, that was a good year for them too. Bro, like, he, well, he was still. I'm talking about Jersey. We were, we were trash when we traded for him. Yeah, when we got him at the deadline before Brooklyn. It was him and Chris Paul as the best point guards in the league. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. you said he was the best guard, point guard in the league, people would be like, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah, it might be him. Wow, Teron Williams. <sighs> for like, it was the the half a year and the year he did a full year in Jersey, and they were he was good. In Brooklyn is when he started to slow down. Yeah, he started getting hurt, right? His ankle. Dude, let's start to uh, wind this down a little bit, man. We're a couple drinks in also. I really fucking enjoyed this conversation. I've been trying to get you to come in. To I mean, I've only been here for a month, but like I've been trying to do the ones in person. Because I had you call a couple of times and mm-hmm. we did some shows and... Those are good, especially when you're like friends with someone. It's like good. It's like you're talking on the phone. Yeah. But when like you're in person, we'd never be able to do this over no. FaceTime. Well, yeah. Bro, we're like at like two hours and 20 minutes. It feels minutes. like 20 minutes. Yeah. But when you do it in person, it's just a different vibe, the energy and all that. And and I appreciate you, man, for coming in here. You I know? appreciate you. So uh, it, it was fun as we start to wind down. I had a, I, yo, I had a blast. Do it. I, like I do this. Like If we stopped right now and we're, and you said let's do it again, I would do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed this. Well, saving some heat for next time. You know, we didn't even touch Stone Cold, brother. Some Sunday on, night heat. But uh, listen, man, it was a pleasure. Thank you for the proper 12. The proper 12. You're Love welcome, it. my brother. Um, Yeah, let's wind this down. Where can uh, people people find you? Um. They can find me on uh, Instagram. I'm Dill La Soul. If you guys know what De La Soul is, the hip-hop group, I'm Dill La Soul, D-Y-L-L-A-S-O-U-L. There's dots in between, so it's Dill.La.Soul. Oh, my God. Who I'm, are you, bro? I'm about. I'm, I'm getting ready to become Easy Money Handsome. Let's go. So, all thanks to you. Old Derek McGirt came through, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of that merch that I put together for you? Interesting story. It was my birthday gift. Yeah. I had no idea you were giving me a birthday gift. Yeah. Um, so I was headed on, I was actually at brunch. Was it, was it a surprise? Like when, when like the glass would break kind of surprise? It wasn't because it wasn't presented to me. It, uh, I was told before, but it was a solid surprise. What the fuck? I am. Ah, uh, damn. I'm, <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. So we're at brunch and, um, we're drinking me and my girlfriend, you know, we're having a good time and we're lit. And I don't know if she was able to, cont- I don't know. It was weird. Cause she just, Adam Miller goes, you know, your friend Nick is a good friend. And I was like. I was like, what, what? What do you mean? You know, like, what made you say that? I was like, no, he's not. Now I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> you thought of Toronto. That's why. You're like, yo, that motherfucker, nah. there's Carver now. Nah, but I was like, yeah, I know he is. What do you mean? And she goes, uh, she goes, no, because I spoke to him about you and, you know, he's a good friend. He says that you support him and he appreciates it and, you know, he cares about you. You know, you're, you're a good friend to him. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I believe in him. I was getting, you know, kind of all soft. And she goes, yeah. I was like, what, what are you, why are you talking to him? She goes, well, I, I met up with him. I'm like, what? This motherfucker. <laughs> oh, so, so now you're thinking about, <laughs> he robbed me and took my girl. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Nah, but uh, I was like, why'd you meet up with him? And, she, and I guess then it clicked in her head. Like, oh, I fucked up. She goes, oh, well, you know, he he uh, he has a surprise for you for your birthday. He gave it to me. I met up with him. I was like, that son of a bitch. 
So uh, I said, should I message him? She's like, no, you know, do it when you get it. So we got done with brunch and we went back to my house. And when she gave me her gift with the cake and that's when I got it. So what I took from that story is that best for last, you got my gift last. Actually, I, I did. Come on. Son. She got me something really, really like really good. And um, and yeah, she's like, all right, this is what Lamb got you. And I loved it. Did you did you notice the card that I put in there? Bro, you put one of these in there. Yeah. But did you notice what I did? I just wrote Dear Dylan and then I put we my were, name. Yo, I didn't listen, write... we were, it said Dear Dylan in the corner and then it, down here. <laughs> yeah. And Cal's like, was he supposed to write something in here? I was like, I don't know if he forgot or he did it on purpose. <laughs> on purpose? <laughs> she was like, that's weird. I was like, bro, it's Lamb. But yeah. I just, I basically, in the top left corner, yeah. I wrote Dear Dylan. And then you wrote Lamb. And then I wrote Lamb at the bottom, left it blank yep. on purpose. And we were like, wait, was he supposed to do that? <laughs> listen, man, look, yo. I say this about you all the time, and I, I told your lady this too. And uh, I've told people on my Twitch stream also, so I'm not just saying it because you're on here right now. That's love. My group of friends are tremendous. Yeah. Best group of friends anyone can have. Nobody is as nice as you. Okay. I could, I could agree with that, I guess. Yeah. You're the nicest person of our friend group. I could Thank be a you. dick. I could be an asshole sometimes. You can, no, for me, you can sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know my flaws. You know okay. what I'm saying? I know my flaws. But you're the type of dude, bro, where if someone uh, says they don't like Dylan, it's like that person got issues. Yeah, okay, yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's Thank why. You. And, and again, you always show love. Um, if I hit you up with some crazy idea, I'll be like, yo, I'm going to be on Rogan one day. You're like, yo, I can't fucking wait. You never bro. like doubt it. And that means so much to me. Listen, and I thank you for that. I said it's, it's not because I actually believe, like I believe in you. Not because you're my friend. Like I tell my friends all the time, like, no. That don't work or that won't yeah, so yeah. I actually be, like i actually believe you're gonna be successful thank you man if you want to like make out after this, this is your best chance you know what oh, I'm we saying? Can keep the camera wrong <laughs> i don't care guys at the lamb shows where you can find me at veterans minimums you can find everything for the show big ups to the members of the patreon you know who you are patreon.com slash veterans minimum check it out over there uh you could hear the six pack with dylan also just remember you're not going anywhere after this i need Ooh. you for about 12 minutes i've kept you long enough but yeah man big ups everybody happy holidays homie go finish your mail i'm coming for real taking that food right off of your grill nikki too ill can't let it drop on me spill clogging the lane i'm feeling the strain i'm here for the spot to be filled not to be cocky but all of you watching while i'm in the cup paying property bills PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.